When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This week on the program, Listener Request Month returns with, oh my God, they're shooting someone on the football field. It's the last <laughs> Boy Scout. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak, snappy, snappy, piece of fucking shit. <laughs> Eric Siska's a good guy on a podcast. <laughs> Jimmy Dix, you see, it's two words for penis. And we hate movies. Everyone, welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. We are back at it with Listener Request Month. We're talking about Tony Scott's The Last Boy Scout from 1991. This was requested by Scott from Kansas. Let's see what he had to say. Hi, this is Scott in Overland Park, Kansas. I'm requesting that you guys do uh, The Last Boy Scout from 1991. Uh, it's a Tony Scott movie from with a Shane Black script and. You'd think you know how crazy it's going to be just from that description, but you don't. Um, thanks, guys. Thank there you, go. Scott. Thank, Thank you, Scott. Scott. That sounds like a transmission from like the ship that got lost in Event Horizon, <laughs> <laughs> and they found it, and they're just like, "What? What does it mean?" If this is our last transmission, <laughs> please cover the last Boy Scout. Is I'm, that an evil Sam Neela here in the back? I mean, I feel because I, I, I listen to all these things. I think a lot of people. It's like, I don't want my partner knowing I'm calling into the... <laughs> mm. So it's just like, they're asleep. Okay, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what I love, a, I love this show, but I don't want anyone to know it. See, that's that's a problem. I want you to be loud and proud in, in sort of something like, Friday night's a good night for football. I would like you to cover the last Boy Scout for <laughs> listener request month. Friday night's a good night to shoot yourself in the head. They should have, they should have used, uh, yeah, this fake. Are you ready for some football tune that is in this movie? What a spectacular way yep. to start this movie. Uh, this dude's singing. It's the whole thing, just with this guy from one of the righteous, one of the brothers. righteous brothers. Oh, wow. I thought just with the haircut and the sunglasses, I would have put money on the fact that this was D. Snyder. D. Snyder. It's yeah. right to D grade D. Snyder. <laughs> D. D. Snyder. But actually, he's a much better musician yeah. than D. Snyder. Can yes. I just say, this is one of those movies where like the opening scene is just like out in the pop culture yep. sphere. I had yeah. never seen this until last night. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I, I never got around to it. feel like I'm the same way, although there's a real chance that like, I got stoned, played Goldeneye, and watched this movie in like 1998. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, yeah. That's entirely possible, but I, I'm almost positive I never saw this whole thing because I misunderstood. 
that first scene, I always assumed it was like a naked gun kind of a thing. Oh, where he's it is got funny. Like, <laughs> no, in terms of <laughs> very like, funny, the yeah. plot of Naked Gun, where he, where it's like, oh, you are robotically programmed to kill your, someone. Oh, oh got okay. it. Or not, not like a Nordberg thing where he's accidentally <laughs> no. killing people. Yeah. I mean, um, th- the funny thing about this movie is, I think I. Uh, d- my my love for Damon Wayans brought me to this Ooh, I, sure. when I was younger. I was a huge Damon Wayans fan, mm. and there's so many strains of this movie that just show up in other movies down the line. We're talking about the the Bruce Willis Damon Wayans credits. It's like the Jack Slater credits from yes. Last Action Hero. Yeah. There's two lines in this movie that come up in Die Hard with a Vengeance and Hudson Hawk, mm-hmm. which yeah. is why. Like I, I do actually think Bruce Willis was like creating his own like. The, the the Bruce Willis universe, the it, BWU. It, it, <laughs> it does feel sort of like a proto last action hero. Like it's self-referential to such a point. Yeah. It, it honestly feels like whatever the movie at the end of the player was supposed to be. Oh yeah, totally. I, I also realized too, I mix this movie up constantly with bulletproof. Mm. Oh, the oh Gary, really? The, oh, not the Gary Busey movie. No, no, no. 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 Cause it's, it's also Damon Sandler Wayans and, Wayans. and yes. Damon Wayans. And, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Um, Whew, man, also, I just, I just wanted to say a, a fucking Tony, Tony Scott, by the way, RIPD, he'll be, uh, mm-hmm. he'll be, uh, off this coil 10 years this year, mm-hmm. but what a fucking run. So this was right before days of thunder. So then it's this true romance, crimson tide, the fan enemy of the state spy game, man on fire. Like how you feel about those movies, whatever, but those are like big ass like people mm-hmm. were seeing those yes. movies oh, for sure. and then, but oh, yeah. after that he did unstoppable and then he stopped himself the, the, the deja vu, deja vu oh, which right. is like Enemy of the Washington State. and Do- deja vu is travel. one of the worst was, I, I, was domino I disagree with you on okay that. oh domino domino yeah. is after man on fire R- uh, but written by richard kelly of donnie darko mm-hmm. fame oh is that right yeah. he was supposed he was supposed to direct it for a while but then he just got the right. That would. I mean, I didn't see it, but that doesn't seem like a movie he should be directing. He is in movie the witness relocation program. Yeah. It's Nobody a real does. deal, fucking yeah. crimes against did, humanity kind of movie. Jail. Did they hate the box that much? Like what it's the fuck? For what? It's for what? Totally good movies. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I like the box. It's a really good movie. Ooh, so. so this movie, by the way, I think I mentioned it at, at the uh, cliffhanger for Delta Farce. That this movie, you know, some movies, yeah. how they treat women. Not is yet. they're either whores or virgins. Mm-hmm. And this one, they're all whores, including the protagonist's 13-year-old daughter. Yes. Dude, it's kind of weird because if you if, if you believe the Tribune trivia, yeah. uh, Shane Black wrote this like after a really bad breakup, and you can just feel it, man. This fucking yeah. that fucking bitch Lori. Yeah. I'll fucking show her. Is there any there's no he, he definitely found and replaced Lori before he submitted his <laughs> yep. draft. Yep, like, exactly. Let me do it one more time. Oh yep. wait, there's a Lori. There's a Lori. Well, right, I'll turn this Lori into Corey and this one into <laughs> There's one step away from pure uh, woman hate in this though, because like usually if because his wife uh is cheating on him in this, usually she would be fucking dead. Or like it's completely kind of surprising she makes it to the end credits. Or or like just like completely vilified and the fact that they have this weird like they like he's like, Yeah, I still love her. You know yeah, what he should do? He should use her as a human shield. That would point. be that would be really fun. <laughs> oh, I just gotta grab this object real quick. Well, apparently the the last act of this movie was totally rewritten because there was a lot of wife stuff 
And Bruce Willis is like, I just did the I Saved My Wife movie, which is called Die Hard. Yeah. Right. So we need to switch this up in some way. So they came up with whatever this stuff is. Which is like a huge whatever. Yes. I guess. By the way, cheating on Bruce Willis with fucking Bruce, Bruce McGill. McGill. Oh, I dude, don't know, pushing, dude. He's pushing and pushing. Dude, Bruce McGill, I would I would say, oh, he's probably like a like a stout rodent in bed, like a real like. <laughs> that's a, he's a generous lover. Bruce Willis yeah. is you know wham bam. Thank you, whoever you You're happen totally to be. Right. And also like in terms of like in, who I want to hang out with, like oh, pillow talk. Bruce yeah. Get some get some animal animal house stories out of Bruce uh-huh. McGill. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it's like you just got fucked by Bruce McGill. Uh-huh. Right? Then you're gonna go in the kitchen. <laughs> Light up some cigarettes. Tell the old stories. But, you're eating chicken wings out of the fridge. Just, just tell me how many times Michael Mann said you're not a good enough actor. <laughs> how, how many times was he an asshole to you? I just need to hear it. Uh, so this <laughs> opening is outrageous. And it's like you again, like this is the thing that gets this is the one that gets clipped the most. It's like because it's so wild and crazy. But it's got nothing to do with the rest of the movie. I mean, it does. I mean, but it it, does. It's it's a wild way to do it either way. Listen, listen, man. In a movie where the opening is a fucking football player is running down the field and has been told by a mysterious voice on the phone that he's got to start scoring points and blah, blah, blah. And you don't really know what's going on. And then this dude produces a firearm from his football pants and starts shooting the opposing team players. Listen. That is what the movie's about. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> but I'd, I mean, like, I think they're prepping you for how outrageous this entire fucking thing is by being like, literally, the credits to the movie are in the football song. Yes. Like, great nap for football. <laughs> they're like, it, literally, it's just like, you're just, this is a game. We're having it, fun. It, yes. it totally prepares you for how crazy it is. I'm not arguing that, but it's just wild to me that it's barely mentioned after this. Yeah, like, you know, if that happened in real life, the president would give a oh, speech. Sure. I mean, also, yeah. by the way, the season is canceled. We're not, yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the finale yeah. being at another football but, game, and, it better be set in 2022. At the same stadium. Yeah. Dude, no way. The Coliseum is closed for the rest of the calendar and year. We're, we're, I guess we're led to believe this occurs because this is what would happen if you gamble on major sporting events. Uh, it, it, yeah, the, the, he seems like to be Pete up Rose. to his, like his Milo, the the villain of the movie, is on the phone with Billy. Uh, what's the guy? Billy Blanks. It's Billy Blanks. Um, Tybo's Billy Blanks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Who's he's playing Billy Cole? Cole, or something? Cole yeah. Billy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's he gets a call from uh, Tyler Negro. Um, Taylor Negron. Taylor Negron. Rest in peace. Another one uh, gone. He's soon. fantastic in this. He he's fucking he's great. Not, he's not in it enough. He comes in yes. like very late as like a heavy under uh, what's his name? Tommy Macaroni. What's the what's the <laughs> Marcone? There you <laughs> yeah, go. Sally Marcone. Yeah, but but you're right. But, no, I mean, so he gets a call from Milo uh, and he's like, now, Billy, we need you to to get this one. You need to you need to make this uh, uh, touchdown right now, yeah. Billy. Better but, start scoring some points. Well, that's the thing. And, and, some, and Wikipedia does this all the time. They lie in the cause I, I always <laughs> like to read the plot summary on my way up here because it's like it's always very prosaic and like it gets into stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, if it's a bit of day, I'm like, Ooh, I don't remember that. Prosaic. I know. And is that a uh, pill you take to feel happy? or <laughs> And mm-hmm. this one, it was, it, but sometimes they do this where they like infer stuff or just make flat out make shit up, which, is, and I'll read it. Um, during halftime at a televised football game, LA Stallions running back Billy Cole receives a phone call from a mysterious man named Milo who warns him to win the game or he will be assassinated. That does not happen. No. Because it's just like he, like he's in trouble with the mob or whatever, but like you don't know that, like it's a different. 
animal altogether. Assassinated means like it's going to happen on the field exactly. during so the game or whatever. Do, you have to do this because what he does is, is totally and also like they're only down by seven at <laughs> the half. Like I don't know man put together some what, drives. What about yep. legacy? What about your family? Get assassinated. You know what I mean? Like yeah. why are you shooting people and shooting yourself well, in the head? I mean it looks cool as hell. Don't get me wrong. Well that's the thing. <laughs> we should see just like Milo's eye on a scope. Exactly. One shot of that. Yes. That's all you it's really all you, need. You're totally right. Yeah, If you're down like whatever even a hundred grand to the mafia it's like, all right, they're gonna fucking kill me. What, what are they? What, what are they gonna do? Yeah, I'm not exactly. gonna like murder other players and then myself. I just don't get it. Like he takes out three other fucking defensemen in the backfield. Like <laughs> I, I don't get for it for seven points. Like you could, I don't know, man. Fucking get, score some. It's not like it's a total blowout. And I guess maybe the other thing too is like we don't know the stakes of uh like like what are the gambling stakes like sure. what's the spread that needs to be covered yeah. so yeah. maybe it's not so much a win the game but uh, like you got to get to a certain but number this shows you what can happen if you start playing football on Fridays it's a little <laughs> too rambunctious someone might pull a gun Friday night it was a good night for football never again I mean they well this was just a huge mistake that's clearly why <laughs> it. it would be awesome if in the opening they had a thing because it's fucking um uh, what's his face? Uh, oh, Vern Lundquist and, and Dick Vitale yeah. doing the opening uh, thing. Dick Buckus. Dick, Dick Buckus. Buckus, excuse me. And it's like, it would have been awesome if Dick Buckus is just like, yes, and for the inaugural first Friday night football <laughs> game. Now you're getting you're getting football on Friday and Sunday. The college football's right on the Saturday there. What could go wrong? I kind of want Dick Buckus to like keep commentating throughout the the, me the <laughs> melee and just be like, yeah. oh, there is just no place for guns in football. That is, that's that, that's going to cost them the game. They are going to, now, now there's that a flag on the play. Now that looks like a shoulder hit there, Vern. I'm going to be honest. I don't think that person's dead. I think they're just injured. Wait, wait a second. Dick butt kiss? What is this, my search history? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, let me just put the yellow yellow circle right here on now this defenseman's gonna get in the way see but no he's gonna get shot right in the face he's coming at him he gets down in the stands ready to stop the run and then bam he's shot literally right in the eyeball now now Vern that is a Walter PPK that he is carrying there a very nice kind of gun mid-range price not too fancy is this I guess is this movie trying to comment on like the violent nature of football in general because later so. on we get the I guess the football saving some of the senator's life. Oh yeah, it's also got a lot to do with like football these days. We're talking about free agency a lot. We're yeah, talking yeah. about like you know all these ruin the game exactly like ruining the game. And I guess like gambling seems like the logical next step, which is actually accurate because that's happening right now. It's, it's all oh yeah. Right. This week uh, just got uh, suspended for a year for gambling on football. Oh, I uh, saw. Yeah, who was that? Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw. Yeah. You can't be gambling on sports athletes. Mm -hmm. Shelly had the vision, though. It came to pass. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get, you get like, your friend to gamble for you, yeah, right? That's, you that's send how that him works. the money, what, right? What were Shelly Marcone's last words? Draft Kings? <laughs> <laughs> that guy, it's great because he, he plays the... Uh, the Jerry Jones esque uh, le uh, owner of the Stallions. Yeah, he's also anybody else know what other football related film he's oh, from? Oh. Yeah, find the fish or find new jobs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what I wanted to hear today. Right? Yes. <laughs> I hadn't recognized him. Chris yes. Chris made me hip to that before we went on the air. Shit, like Roger, you've been around for a long time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Billy Cole uh, kills all these people and then ain't takes... Ain't life a bitch. Yep, takes a knee, ain't life a bitch, and blows his brains out. And at that point, that. I was just like, 
okay, I'm I in. know exactly what this movie is going to be. <laughs> it, I mean, you do and you like that's you the, do, the, you the beauty yeah. of the movies. You do and you don't. Like, yeah. it's kind of a bait and switch, but also you're like, oh, I'm in. Whatever the fuck this, else is happening, I'm ready for it. This movie also feels like the end of detective there should be the end of the private investigator as a character it just seems well it's weird because he bruce willis as this private investigator it doesn't feel like a private investigator at all all. it feels like bruce willis john mcclain cop shit he's not like a grizzled hard apple kind of you know taking the private investigator character to the cobra limit like yeah. to yeah. go, like go as extreme violence and fucking misogyny but as you can in like a kind of noirish setting. Not enough PI stuff, honestly. Yeah, no. We do see his office briefly, and it's kind of weird that he just rents some house in LA for his office and drives home to his I, house in LA. I need a secretary. I'm sorry. This is a private investigator. And then the yeah. money is like, oh yeah, five hundred dollars. I guess he's supposed to be like a scumbag down on his luck kind of private investigator. Yeah. Right. Five hundred dollars. I understand that it was more money back then. I don't get out of bed for five hundred dollars. <laughs> Cigarettes, booze, and hot dogs are all this man needs. It would seem like, but apparently he's got. I mean, look, it looks like he's the sole bread breadwinner. You don't know what the uh, his, Sarah, his wife, does. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. And they got this house. They got the kid. You know, maybe. Uh, well, what would we call him? Uh, 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 Timmy Carter gave him this house. <laughs> this other guy. Uh, it for right, right. Th- for his good service. We should of mention saving that. His life. The, I guess because that's the. The title, The Last Boy Scout, I guess, is because he was Secret Service at some point. Secret Service. And he threw himself in front of the bullets of an assassination attempt on a a, a fake Jimmy Carter lookalike or something. A sentient wax figure from Madame Tussauds of Jimmy Carter. It is, no, it is seriously like the fucking Disney World Hall of President shit. It is just animatronic, (laughs) big horse face looking thing, and Bruce Willis is diving in front of it. It's very clearly made by somebody who hates Jimmy Carter. This is the fourth presidential assassination attempt in Jodie Foster's name. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It just keeps. Somebody's got to put that girl down. There had to be an actor playing that guy, right? It's not like a, a fucking real doll or something. <laughs> I, I, be, I, I don't know who it was. Oh, boy, I'm getting fucked. <laughs> you can have me for $2,000. Usually peanuts come out of my ass, not go in. You can uh, hire my other brother. He's an actor. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, that's right. If you if there was a Jimmy Carter real doll, every, the, the manufacturer would keep getting them back. Like, keep getting peanuts up the asshole. We got to take them out. <laughs> like, you just got to make the anus bigger. That's all. They keep on. You no, know, I can't have sex with it. It keeps on trying to build a house. <laughs> every time I try to have sex with it, it just starts building a fucking house. <laughs> uh, has Bruce, here was a question. Speakers Die Hard came up. We meet him. He is clearly hungover. Yes. He's sleeping in his car. These kids are fucking with him, throwing a dead squirrel on him to see what happens. Is he more hungover in this movie or Die Hard 3? It's mm. I think I think Die Hard 3 because it lasts longer and we're with him and the whole movie's looking for his ass spread. Right, know what right, I mean? right. Like, All right. And from the internet ticker, Ed Bay. How do you pronounce that, Chris? Beller. Ed Beheller. Be- Ed Beheller Ed Beheller played the president in this. He also played Jimmy Carter in Hot Shots Part <laughs> yep, Two. Yep. He played Jimmy Carter in The Lonely Guy, the Steve Martin movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, this guy had quite a career playing Jimmy Carter. Uh, 
They, something called the Cayman Triangle. He also played Jimmy Carter. And something called that I'm going to look up later. Maybe um, my search history will reflect this. Sextet. Ooh. And you, uh, Jimmy Carter. Hey, you hey. wouldn't have believed it. Uh, my my uh, brother, they got him to play Billy Carter in a bunch of movies, too. <laughs> but he was just always a drunkard. And one episode of the Bob Hope Show as Jimmy Carter. Hey, wow. Ed. My back's killing me. You gotta, you gotta build this house for me, buddy. <laughs> now, just have a buddy Ed go in there. Now, Ed, why don't you go out to the uh, patio with my wife for a little bit? I gotta take a snooze here. Wave at the press for me, would you? Oh yeah, just take Rosalind out there. They'll say hi, Rosalind. <laughs> we were talking. I was talking to Ivan Reitman. He wrote the movie Dave about me and Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so whatever, Bruce McGill gives him a call and he's like, Hey, I got a job for you. Like we said, 500 bucks, dollars, dollars. I get to protect this stripper for five hundred dollars. Dollars, dollars. Now, what, what we're referring to is a regional, I think, probably yeah, commercial probably, yeah. in the New York area. That I think has since stopped running. That no one knows what we we're referencing. But was it? I got these three suitcases for under twenty dollars. <laughs> it's one of those websites where, like, and Kevin Smith was shilling for a similar thing in the yeah, early days. Sure. He hasn't done it for years, but it's one of those like, you could get an iPad for fifty bucks, and I'm yeah. like, that's how you get a virus on it's your like computer. It's like a like a bit. It's like less reputable than eBay. Some weird. Yes bidding site. Just give us your social security number on a folded index card and we'll give you an iPad for $50. <laughs> oh, you didn't see that little asterisk that says it's triple refurbished iPads? Sorry. I got this lookalike named Ed Beheller for $41. <laughs> he rolls around. Uh, so while Bruce Willis is sort of like debating whether or not he's going to take that, we meet Damon Wayans as Jimmy Dix. He is an ex-QB uh, of this fake Los Angeles football team. Stall- oh, because the NFL wanted nothing to do with this shit. Dude. Oh, I bet, dude. Yes. <laughs> I fucking bet. It's amazing. I- oh, you know what's funny, though? I totally had, I just think of like the... Like it's obviously worse now, but like the rah rah America shit that you see in the NFL now. Yeah, sure. I was under the false impression that that was like strictly a post nine eleven thing. Mm. But like in that opening video, yeah, uh, like Friday night's a good night for. I mean, the fucking American flag is all over that thing. We run the fucking flag on the field, the whole nine. Well, well, that's the. I mean, that's part of the satire too. You know, obviously we're making fun of like how rah rah that shit was. Yeah, it's whatever. I guess it's just funny because it's not a satire anymore. That's just literally. <laughs> that's actually yeah. true. Whenever what there's it looks this, like. whenever there's the scent of war. I mean, they were doing that shit during Desert Storm, even like. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, so yeah, he's kind of like it's the aftermath of some wild par- party. And did I see this right? That's Tony. Tony Longo, like oh, kind yeah, of yeah. raping this woman in a hot tub, yep. which is the thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, like he's fucking putting her head underwater, <sighs> yeah. and he's like, she can't come up till she starts to suck it. And I was like, this isn't what I said. In up so for. many ways, it's too early for this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> not only is it the morning in the movie, it's just like, dude, I'm just <sighs> getting over a guy blowing yes. his head off and yep. shooting several of his colleagues <laughs> See, I remember, on the fucking football field. My parents rented this when I was a kid it was like a big event tv event for us as a family oh wow and of course the opening scene i was like all oh, right awesome. and then oh, this yeah. one i was like this is weird weird <laughs> <laughs> what does she what, what does he want her down there for I, I, it's also just strange to have like to be like uh, this is how you show off how good damon wayans is at football is he tosses a football and nearly cracks tony longo's nose oh yeah it's fucking great and in his uh, it's always funny when damon wayans gets really upset his voice gets higher yeah, yeah. It's like, best time to 
league, motherfucker. Yeah, it's kind of always amazing. It's so when he screams, it kind of turns into Homie the Clown. It does. Yes, <laughs> he fucked my life. <laughs> I like Damon Wayans a lot, and I think he's really good in this movie, but Tony Scott's acting a, uh, asking a little too much of him. Yeah. Sure. Well, apparently everybody hated each other on this on the set. Like, yeah, uh, it's like it was like a four way brawl. Uh, like uh, Willis and Wayans despised each other. But then Tony Scott and Joel Silver were getting into it all nice. the time. And then like, oh, my God, that's Shane Black's music. He's drunk, too. Oh, my God. And as we all know, Shane Black is recently divorced. My God, he's angry. Because <laughs> everybody was just going nuts, and apparently the character, um, what's his face, his character from True Romance. Oh, the guy's gonna kill me. The guy who's on Frasier for a while, and um, he plays a producer in True Romance. He's doing all the coke. Is based on oh, oh right, is, is based yes. on Joel Silver. Yes, what was, uh, what, Sal Sal Rubin. Oh, Sal, Sal Rubinek. Sal, Sal, Sal Rubinek. In, in, in yeah, who's in uh, to, True, True Romance? Apparently, is totally based off Joel. Silver. That's pretty great. I mean, the 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 producer character in this is also not treated exactly yeah. very well. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, is that Rick DeCummin? I think it is. Maybe Ron. Is it Rick? Rick. I think the it. Cool guy. It, from, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, Rick yeah, DeCummin. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Which great. is it's weird seeing him show up at the eleventh hour in this movie. Um. So yeah. So Willis comes home from the uh, sleeping in his car outside the office and, and getting dead to squirrels McGill. thrown on him and yeah, shit. It's fucking hilarious. It's funny. Uh, uh, a Moody River by Pat Boone, uh, like uh, bookends this movie. Yeah, and it is a, like it's funny that the whole thing is he like the whole point of the song is like it's a guy like my my girlfriend cheated on me so then she killed herself cuz out of shame oh. and that's kind of what Bruce Willis wants his wife to do it's oh, yeah. fucked up here man like he comes in and he's like you can see him sort of sniffing around doing some detective stuff and he's like who's the guy in the closet and yeah. she's like what and he's come on don't fuck with me who's the guy in the closet let's get this over yeah, with yeah the toilet seats up yeah he's a detective you're world's Andrew, greatest detective you're just a little off cuz you're giving him too much energy <laughs> he what's, is what's in the closet he's particularly tired in this movie and uh -huh. it's too early in his career for be for being this tired yeah. i don't yeah. get it I mean, I feel like it was probably just I mean like this is what like 3 years after die hard yeah, yeah, Die Hard's 88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I feel he's just coasting at this mm. point. Just like, fuck it, dude. I guess the character's supposed to be, like, world-weary. Like, he's, also. you know... He's, Cynical he's, as hell. Yeah, been through it all, doesn't care anymore. And his, now his wife's fucking someone. Yeah, and now right, I'm making, like, 14 movies a year. I don't give a <laughs> shit anymore. <laughs> he really doesn't care anymore now, my lord. But <sighs> I, 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 we, we should maybe... Maybe we should save a slot this year. And for, just do a Bruce Willis one of them fake yeah. movie. I mean, There's yeah. so many. I think I did the head count for 2021. And I think Bruce Willis was in some way or another affiliated with nine different motion pictures. <laughs> it would be that's funny. That's Trejo levels. That's like, that's pulling the Trejo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be funny if he, he thought of it as like a moral thing because he's like, well, they're going to give all these movies to Steven Seagal if I don't do that. And I can't I can't abide by him getting this kind but of power. That's what's wild, though, dude, is he is officially at Steven Seagal levels. It is. Yeah. It has been for a while. It's he very should weird. try to gain a lot of weight. I think it'd be fun. But he was working with Wes Anderson like five years ago, six years ago. Like, it's not that the long. Thing is he might come out and do like a real movie he'll again, but again. he'll still have his fake shit movies. Yeah. I want to see that dude's credit card debt. It's mm. got to be something crazy. 
Maybe or those kids are the, bleeding them dry. Maybe he's betting on football games. You never know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I don't, life a bitch. Now I got to do it in fucking nine more movies. <laughs> I guess uh, Rumor Willis isn't pulling in a big enough paycheck on her <laughs> own sure these days. <laughs> rumor, Scout, and Tallulah. Why do I know that? I really... <laughs> wow. I can't tell you. You just named all the Willis kids? Yeah. Good for you, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know what the fuck the problem is there. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Bruce McGill, he's like, I'm going to fucking fire this gun right at the closet. And whatever happens, that's God's problem. Yeah. And like Bruce McGill comes out. He is fucking sweating. <laughs> oh, my God. It's hysterical. He's beautiful. In this movie. Great. Uh, when they when they mentioned the five hundred dollar deal for surveillance of this woman, Corey, she's so hot. Uh, she's oh, like, yeah. two fingers hot. Yeah, three, fingers. three fingers. As in I chop off three of my fingers to fuck her. Yeah. So after he's revealed to be fucking Bruce Willis's wife, he's like, how many, how many fingers is my wife? I mean, if you're, do you if really you're want me to like, answer wait, that? Pardon me. <laughs> pardon me. What are we talking about? What's, what's, what's that? <laughs> how many fingers? Is, I mean, wait, you, do you, you mean in re- my wife? Yeah, or? You, well, see, that's where my head went. Of course. Immediately. So we're talking fingers. That's what that means. Oh my God. And then like to top it. So the, the, the home life, not only having this weird argument with Bruce McGill, your wife is sleeping around. In the same scene, maybe just prior to it the is. reveal, it's, uh, oh, yeah, oh, my stupid fucking daughter, Darian. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's 13, but by 14, she'll be fucking the whole school. Dude, this <laughs> whole thing, it's insane. It was so fucking funny because he goes on this rant about, like, she's fucking dressed like this. She puts makeup on like that. Yeah. She'll be uh-huh. fucking the football team next year, all this shit. And Chelsea's sitting next to me, like, on her on her iPad, and she leans up and goes, is he talking about his own daughter? <laughs> <laughs> It's outrageous. It's a great question. Is he talking about his own daughter? Oh, oh my God. I can't. Bu- oh, okay. Now, oh, God. Thank God. I was going to say, Alec Baldwin was just quoting Bruce Willis. <laughs> it, wasn't, it, it wasn't. He didn't mean all that. To I don't know, daughter. man. This fucking rant puts the Baldwin thing to shame. It's pretty bad. You, I mean, like, and like, the wife is just like, hey, knock it off. And I'm like, I don't know. Get divorced right yeah. now. It's just a real our hero, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Well, and it, I guess that's part of the point. But at the same time, it's like, wow, how this movie well, treats women I am, is outrageous. I'm so angry at my ex-girlfriend. I'm going to write a script where uh, a dad says a 13-year-old girl is going to get fucked, <laughs> her brain's fucked out. I mean, he's Archie Bunker. Like, yeah, that's like I, the yeah. kind of thing that he's going for is like, yeah. like the worst shit coming out of his mouth. I mean, honestly, he talks to about like she has a friend named Tommy. Yeah. And like, this is a 13-year-old kid. Yeah. And he's talking about him like he's like swinging dick. Like, <laughs> Tommy's fucking you, isn't he? Like, oh, it would be, he's got a giant donkey dick. You're not going out with Tommy anymore. I know what Tommy wants. And it would be one thing if we do like 90210 rules where this girl is played by like a 21 year old actress. Sure. And it's just like, you know, but no, this is like the youngest looking Daniel Harris. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, this side of them Halloween sequels, exactly. absolutely. Which I think the, the previous one was also 1988. Yes. Yeah. It, it's a little weird for you to be borderline like just come out and shaming your daughter like this and also she has a little stuffed animal yes. I'm yep. like you, you can't do both you, you, That's you too much. she's both. fucking that stuffed animal I know it that you fucking need this to be like animal teddy whore are you rubbing it are you rubbing yourself with this is that what's happening <laughs> I'm gonna smell it it better not smell like what it's I gonna, what I think it's gonna god. smell like I swear to god you need like this character to be like Maggie Grace's age. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if she's 16 played by a 20 year old, like who are you fucking? It's like, it's still misogynistic as all get out, 
but it's at least a lot less disturbing. Or don't you have like a kind of good, uh, annoying teenage daughter in Face Off? Face Off, maybe. Right. Dominic Swain. Oh, yes, Dominic yeah, Swain. Yeah, Dominic yeah, Swain yeah. is the, the daughter there. And actually, yeah. they did this in Lethal Weapon 2, but I mean, Lethal Weapon 1, uh, Lethal Weapon as well. Sure. Wherein. <laughs> Teen <think> Wolf, too. <laughs> Danny Glover's daughter is like hitting on Riggs, yeah. but she's like kind of young. Yeah. But she also is like in the 18 ish range anyway. Yeah. But at least that movie tries to play. I mean, because it's not. This is supposed to be a shattered family and a shattered man. And they're there. They've got like a congenial relationship yes. with everyone these family scenes are fucking dark they man. are they truly are and so like he brings bruce mcgill outside he's like where do you want it the face of the gut oh yeah and dude. he's like oh, give me the gut and he gets punched in the stomach and it's like get the fuck out of here but i will take your 500 dollars job uh on he's got a line person. here uh to bruce McGill, and like you know he just caught Bruce McGill fucking his wife. Sure. So he can say anything he wants to him right now. He looks at the it's Bruce McGill gives him a card and it's a picture of Halle Berry as mm. this Corey character. And he goes, Corey, huh? You put a shot in her too. Oh, Man, you just <laughs> fucking slinging come all over Los Angeles, Bruce McGill. And meanwhile, Bruce McGill does not know that he has 91 seconds left on this earth. <laughs> like you just got I mean, you know, you just you probably had some good sex in the morning with an attractive lady, so that's a decent yeah. way to go out. But then you got punched in the stomach. Mm-hmm. You know, you're feeling bad about yourself. It's crazy. He explodes in a lady, and then he explodes in a car. <laughs> <laughs> and he just blows the fuck up. And again, the movie kind of doesn't care. It does care. No, it doesn't care at all. Like I think even the wife is like, well, who did this or whatever? <laughs> I don't know. Mr. fucking Rogers did it. <laughs> and look, later on, they're still at the house. Like, oh, we're, we're staying in a motel because yeah. I can yeah. still smell his burning mustache hair. <laughs> That's what you deserve to smell. You piece of shit. And it's like, is she, did she have any, re, she seems kind of detached from it. Like she was just fucking him to fuck well, him. Yeah, she she's trying to get back like to him because yeah, yeah. she was like, oh, uh, a, you're never around. And then she's doing this thing. But you just have sex with someone and they explode in your yard <laughs> and you're like nonplussed about well, it. No, the, the, the fucking shot is amazing. She comes up and she thinks it's Bruce Willis oh, and yeah. she's like, uh, okay. oh my God. And then he's like laying in the garden. She's like, Phew. Okay. It's just the guy I just was fucking. <laughs> because then she does this thing, which is a very annoying screenplay thing where it's like, I was only having sex with somebody else to get a rise out of you thing. Right. Yeah. Like, you're not even mad. You don't even want to hit me or anything. I think she says that. I'm almost just, oh, spit in my just face. Just say fuck you, face. Sarah. That's, yeah, say fuck you, Sarah. Spit in my face. Because that's what happens at the end of the yeah, movie. It's when like, it's like cute. It's like, oh, Sarah. Fuck you, Sarah. I want to spit in your fucking face. And it's supposed to be this like, teehee, they're in love mm-hmm. again. Yeah. He saved her and the yeah. movie's over. I, it's so weird. I just feel like this movie is too much with it because right after this, our next scene is with Damon Wayans at a bar, basically doing, I fuck anything that moves yes. from blue velvet <laughs> to right. some bartender. I'm, like he's cheating on Corey and he, he's just like, I got a problem fucking everything. Well, I, the thing that starts, I mean, this is like the most, like I, I, this isn't even fucking Archie Bunker. This is just the pieces of shit of the time <laughs> where fucking Bruce Willis is like, uh, uh, well, he says the rap music line later, but yeah. it was like, I huh. I hate that funk shit. Yes. I'm like, who hates funk? Give me a... How do you hate You're funk? You're a fucking strip club. What, yeah. do you want to listen to White Snake? Please don't. <laughs> Where's Bach? You should be stripping to Bach. Uh, First of all, ask- there's plenty of White Snake that's been played at strip clubs. No, that's what I mean, but that, those are the options. Oh, white I Snake see. or funk. Uh, yeah, that's funk. Can you guys play uh, Friday Night's Good Night for Football? <laughs> yeah. uh, why, why can't she just strip to Ornette Coleman? <laughs> why, why not? I just don't understand it. Some free jazz. 
Some Johnny Mathis would be nice. Come on. And that is kind of the most American thing of all time. If a, if a lady was dancing mm. to that Friday Night's All Right for Football song, yeah. you're in a fucking good, whole, good old-fashioned American strip club eating some good old-fashioned American chicken wings. Dude, that's about as red, white, and blue as it gets. Playing with your footballs. <laughs> But yeah, so Damon Wayans, like the bartender, is like, I can't believe you cheated on Corey. And he's like, All I do is uh, drink too much, lose friends, and fuck anything that moves. That's uh-huh. like, pretty cool, dude. It's awesome. And he's the guy at the strip awesome. club who's like in a relationship with one of the dancers, and he's fucking yelling at her to like put clothes on at one point. And I'm like, It's a strip club. That's <laughs> literally the business it's model. Just a, such a Neanderthal screenplay, yep. right? It's like. I, women are terrible and they sh- they're all whores, but I want them to be whores. I mean, it's the like the nastiest side of Shane Black. Essentially. It's, yes, this guy's yeah, got yeah. problems. I mean, man. I hope he's worked through them. The, he this movie, like he has. yeah, he's, 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 I think okay. so. Yeah. I mean, his later work is 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 much better, and I enjoy most of his work. And I even kind of enjoyed this movie, but it definitely has. His issues. Yeah. Did you guys um, catch the uh, oh, yeah. the quick cameo here? Eddie Griffin. Eddie yeah. Griffin is the strip club MC yeah, man. Yeah. Quick question about production design. The back of Den- uh, of uh, Damon Wayans' head has a thirteen on. It. Is that a tattoo or is that shaved in hair? Shaved in hair. Got it. Because okay. there's one. <laughs> there's one part. There's just one shot where it's like. Oh, I guess he should get his number trim. Trim his number bush on his head because he turns <laughs> and the way the camera catches it, it's really kind of sticking okay, out. There, like yeah. it's thick. It's I'm a gonna, thick 13. I'm thinking about putting a number in my bush. A nice like <laughs> nice blonde 666 down below. Oh, mm-hmm. sure, yeah. dude. Yeah. This is the house of the devil now. <laughs> Do you want a full curl at the end of it or are you just straight? <laughs> the last place I want hair is the back of my neck, though, guys. Like that's that's what yeah. I go to get haircuts for to get yeah. back there. Yeah. yeah true i don't know yeah it's you can wax for it for all i care yeah it's working for him this 13 looks pretty sharp it's pretty dope <laughs> uh so like there is a, a wild thing because isn't this the scene to he damon wayans meets bruce willis in he's, the in yeah the he just sees the, that yeah. he's like looking at her or whatever and it's like what are you looking at guy and it's you know that macho uh, i'm in a strip club sir yeah. <laughs> there's that, a that, crazy- that lady over there's taking her clothes <laughs> off and uh yeah, it's pretty interesting to look at. <laughs> oh, you're so interested in strippers in a strip club. Listen, yeah, it's like they just do this for their own pleasure, and you're not supposed to look at them. <laughs> yeah. There's a line, like Damon Wayne says something about, because like he's like, oh, yeah, you're a private detective or whatever. And this is a line that uh, Chelsea pointed out last night. Viewers of a certain age will not understand, because Damon Wayans goes like, oh, yeah, you're a private detective. Are you in the book? Oh, oh, the, oh, the phone book. Are you in the phone oh book? So you didn't even oh, fucking get it. Yeah. For a second, the book, what book? The book, that's, uh, oh, what's your number? Oh, I'm in the book. Just, you could just, you, yeah, we yeah. printed books <laughs> yeah. with our fucking phone number and address in them, ladies and gentlemen. And that line was, I think, in every movie from 1990 to 1997. Are you in the book? Are you or, in the book? you know, I'm in the book. You, Are you can listed? look me up later. It's just you think about the yeah. concept of a non-business phone book. Well, the thing is, is, like back then, it's like you couldn't give out an email address. So if you like met a sexy lady or a sexy yeah. dude and you yeah. knew their name, you could like look up their phone number and start calling and them and start breathing heavily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, and you better have that answering machine ready to go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for those heaving like pervert voice <sighs> calls. <sighs> <sighs> Watching you. And what are you, Batman? No, this is just going to be the rest of the show now. I like this actually. And, 
Oh, yeah, I'm listening to you listen to the show. And then, lo and behold, three years later, another Harvey P. car shows up in the phone book. <laughs> and then this guy is still breathing heavily on the other line. <laughs> Who are these people? Oh, your comic sucks. <laughs> <sighs> Where do they come from? Where do they go? Oh, I wish Letterman fucking kicked you in the face. <laughs> P. car. Oh. Where? When do they ejaculate? Who are these people? <laughs> Why do they just come and get it over with? So Damon Wayans fucking grabs Halle Berry and like takes her out of the club or whatever. And Bruce Willis kind of like goes out the back. And there's a weird, this is where we get a couple of, the first of a few Bruce Willis flashbacks where he sees like a re-election poster yes. for this senator and has this flashback of like him and this other security guard standing outside a hotel room door and the woman screaming and like, you clearly know what's going on behind that door. And you can tell it was better days because he shaved back mm, then. Yep, yes. that's exactly right. The hair is a little more put together. <laughs> he even looks kind of thinner, honestly. Oh, yeah. He's got the military cut and everything. And it, it, it's uh, a Brainerd or Baynard. Baynard, yes. Yeah, Senator Baynard. And he, like, throws a beer bottle at this huge sign. Or played whatever. by Chelsea Ross, who also played, uh, what's his face from Mad Men? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Connie. Connie. Connie oh, Hilton. Oh, Hilton. Very Hilton. cool. Yeah. I feel like Great. this guy was always playing this kind of character in yes. these movies. He, and you know, I, I'm sure they they probably liked each other. But when what's his face died, finally died, the guy from the game, tall, what's his face, uh, James Reborn died. Oh, yeah, oh. this guy was kind of tenting his fingers. Like, yeah. that's another like three jobs. Here in a year. comes a paycheck for Mr. Chelsea Ross. <laughs> he's, he's not gonna get any more Seinfeld bit parts. <laughs> <laughs> they all go to me. <laughs> Don, now I get to play those roles. It's going to be coming back anytime when the Seinfeld revival comes to coming to Chelsea. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's his whole, like, what's going on with the senator sort of flashbacky kind of thing. Meanwhile, like, now uh, this dude, who's this hitman that tries to kill Bruce Willis? Just this big guy. A bunch of hitmen are, like, waiting outside for Halle Berry. Oh, that's right. They yeah. knock out Bruce Willis. And like, well, go kill this guy. And he starts to do like the Roger Rabbit to this guy where it's like, <laughs> you're going to die laughing. Because it's just basically like he's about to shoot him in the head. And he's like, hey, he starts talking about how fat this guy's wife is. And he's like, lay off my wife, man. And he's like, well, your wife's so fat. And he just starts doing your wife's so fat jokes. And he starts this guy who's about to end another man's life is just. It's just caught up in how funny these jokes He's are. Eating it up, dude. <laughs> yes. He's like starting to feel kind of guilty about murdering such a comedic genius. Yeah, He's yeah. laughing so hard at these your fat jokes. And man, talk about like slam time traveling back to the early 90s with the fucking your I mean, they fat. would be your mama yes, jokes. For sure. You know, right, but right. just your wife, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and like this guy's laughing and slapping his fucking knee, and Bruce Willis just luckily finds this piece of broken glass on the ground and totally cuts this guy's throat. Pretty and that's cool. when, that is when I was like, oh, wait a second. It is going to be an unhinged Bruce Willis movie because he just flat out yeah. murdered a dude with broken glass. And that guy's dead and he calls back. He's, it, it, the attitude is like, oh, come on, man. Why'd you do, I was laughing at your, your, your fat lady jokes. Why, why you gonna do that to me? Oh, man, and I'm that, dying. That's how it feels a little like a last action hero to me because it doesn't feel like reality. Yeah. No. And man, so then Tom really, uh, uh, Tom really Jones. No, Damon Wayans Halle Berry are driving in two separate cars, age hey, just carpool. But like, I guess totally. you, you, know, you want to leave her car here or whatever. 
And somebody's like fucking with her and she gets out of the car. Like David's like, don't get out of the car. And she gets lit up like wowzers. It was, this was shocking because yeah. this is 91. She yeah. wasn't quite yet Halle oh, sure, Berry. Yeah. So I was not, you know, having seen this movie for the first time, I just think Halle Berry, Halle Berry. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets blown away. And I was like, oh, oh, she's Definitely not. Oh, yes, you think that we were introducing the female character of yes. the movie that, yeah. I guess he'll protect or whatever for the surveillance job. But boom, no, 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 that job is over now. No, her last name must be Corleone because that's the <laughs> only way you get this kind of treatment. It is truly. Halle Berry's just got squibs exploding all over her body, and it's a very like Sin City image when you yes. cut to her on the ground with all the holes in her. Yeah, totally. I thought she was gonna start talking to him. <laughs> the other Bruce Willis performance <laughs> that was a, he he was pretty good in that. I thought. Yeah, I mean he he's had a lot of opportunities that he he usually does well when he has opportunities, but for some reason right now it's all about the moolah. It's got to be gambling, dude. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> I think he's just. All the kids are growing and out of the nest. Yes. He's like not with, you know, Demi Moore, but they have like a weird ha ha ha. Maybe we fuck every once in a while, yeah. like on Christmas or something. Oh. But like otherwise, he's got to just be gambling. We might be fucking on Christmas. That's cool. <laughs> right? yeah. And it's like a million bucks a pop, basically, these movies probably. Because I mean, like these movies don't have money in them. So it's like no. we will pay Bruce Willis a Willis million dollars. So he'll be on the poster and be in the movie for like approximately. I can't imagine he's in these movies like a lot. Right. <sighs> no, that's the thing. I forget which one. There was one out like a few months ago. That I don't know if it was, you know, our good buddy Nathan Rabin or somebody was like, oh, I think Nathan was covering some of these. He, so yeah, maybe he's it was them his right thing. now, I think, yeah. It was one of those things where it was like, he's literally in this movie for like one scene. Yes. And then the rest of the movie is just a bunch of fucking dead-eyed Canadians that you'd never want to watch on a movie anyway. <laughs> yes. It's it's like Bruce Willis is in it, and then once he's not, it's just a lifetime movie. Yes. Yeah, and I I and he's not, I mean, I guess at this time he was more talkative, but at this point by the time now. He's not known for being a, oh. a verbal master. He's a statue. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. Stoneface. Stoneface, yeah, because he's got that head that he laid down in a riverbed <laughs> that then got smooth from erosion. <laughs> oh, I thought he, he fell in like a bowling ball yeah, yeah. waxer or something. <laughs> oh, you know, that's what that's what's happening. He's a golem. So people are all these like Canadian yes, movie yes. producers just put like a little piece of paper in his mouth and he has to do their movie. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And you know, the bowling ball angle, I kind of want to grab Bruce Willis by the head, put mm -hmm. two fingers through his eyes Ooh. and my thumb in his mouth. Right? Yeah. And I want to roll him down a uh, bowling at. Alley Lane, Lane, Lane. Lane thank you. Yeah. you well, got, you pay that me much, first. <laughs> you know, you could do it, but you got to pay me. You got that much beef with Bruce Willis? Well, I just think he's got a nice, nice skull. Oh I yeah, it'd be very nice to roll Get down a strikes, bowling lane. Maybe even hit a turkey, dude. <laughs> yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. He's kind of looking like a, a, about a half measure of the Prometheus guys at this point. <laughs> oh my god, he should be in one of those movies. They should just paint his body all white. Yeah. He should be naked, dark, sunken eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he's gonna play Doctor Manhattan too, I guess. Ooh. <laughs> the yeah, low budget no, Doctor Manhattan. Blue <laughs> See, that's, the, he Steve's laughing, the but there is an alternate universe where no one gives a shit about comic properties. Oh, of course. <laughs> like when, like the Corman Fantastic Four era. Yeah, I could see oh, if that correlated to now. See, Bruce Willis doesn't have a big enough dick to be Doctor Manhattan, but he is a big enough dick to be one of the watchers. Yes, he, he could, could be the play Doctor Manhattan's dick. Yeah, that's I think what we. Yeah, should I'm do finally, here. dude, I'm just playing a fucking cock, man. <laughs> yeah, I just swing back and forth most of the day. That's Listen, mostly my job. Not a bad, not a bad gig. 
I just gotta hang down here. <laughs> I just hope it doesn't get cold. You don't. Uh, uh, oh, you want me to get hard? Okay. <laughs> and I'm, putting, ball- I'm putting my rib cage up. Yep. So okay. The balls could be two other uh, Bruce Willis's. <laughs> There's uh, yes. th- the really great end to Halle Berry getting totally gunned down is Damon Wayans jams his car oh, yes. into the gunman's legs and wedges him against another car. Fuck, that's brutal. But then the weird thing is like, Bruce Willis, after being knocked out, like, you know, by those dudes at the beginning of this whole sequence, magically just finds them. Yeah. He rolls up on them. He's like, he kills half of them. And, and yeah, dude, when he kills that other guy and then Bruce Willis shoots this dude. There are so many fucking headshots in this movie. It's great. Oh, oh, bring me to fucking take me down to the squib paradise city. Yep. (laughs) This is fucking beautiful. It makes all the difference dude. same thing with with Billy Blanks at the beginning of the movie. That's a huge squib, just his head coming off. And this is the beginning of just like the conflate. Like, yeah, he's a private investigator. He's kind of a cop. Come on. Yeah. He's kind of a cop because the cops come. And like you're like, oh, that's the fucking rest of your night, and that's tomorrow. Yeah. You're going to be in that jail. No, they they go to Corey's apartment next. <laughs> the cops are like, oh yeah, so you killed them? Okay, good. Uh, okay, we'll no, see you later. There's one guy that's not crazy about him. Who this kind of comes to nothing. The guy that's oh, like, the chief guy. The chief was yeah, like, oh, you right. son, you rat bastard, son of a bitch. You've been calling <laughs> the senator and this, that, and the other thing. It's like. Better keep your nose out of this business, kind of a deal. You know, that's where they have because they're at the police station at one point, and it's right before this dude says that to them, where Bruce Willis has that line about Damon Wayans' pants, and yeah. he's like, "The pants," and he's like, "Yeah," and he goes, "How much those are running?" And he's like, six fifty, six hundred fifty dollars." Is there a TV in there or something? Yeah. And I was like, "Oh." Uh, That's kind of interesting because how TV the, pants? the structure of that exchange. Yeah. What does that sound like to you? It sounds like the Pulp Fiction. And I was like, oh, shit, man. Like QT definitely saw this movie. I think. Oh, I'm sure oh, he did. And me? he's embroiled in this whole thing for the less of less of less than the cost of those pants. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, oh, what a life this dude yeah. leads. Uh, and there's a weird thing. They This also sort of comes to nothing because Damon Wayans is like, oh, uh, you know, hey, Bruce Willis, why would your good buddy Bruce uh, McGill give you this job if he knew it was going to be so dangerous? Yes. And he's like, oh, because he's fucking he was fucking my wife. And I was like, so is this movie now saying that like it was some big because I thought Bruce McGill was just trying to lay some pipe. But this yes. makes it sound like. It was this larger, like, conspiratorial, like, oh, if he gets killed, then I can continue fucking his wife. But that's, like, just them, like, creating a narrative. Like, I don't think that's actually supposed to be what was actually happening. okay. But if you're the cops, you gotta be, all right, so Bruce Willis, just just sit down. So this morning, a man (laughs) exploded in front of you, and you say you had nothing to do with that. We mostly believe that. And now you just so happened to run into a... Hit squad, is that what you're calling it? The hit yes. squad, and you killed six other men within a 13 hour period. You're just you're just gonna be in jail for like 24 hours. We just yeah. need like we need yeah. you off the streets. We'll figure it out. Uh, we yep. hold you here. Uh, all of her uh, ex boyfriends are also in a militia that I took out. Um, you know, just you can ignore that. They, they were bad guys. She used to gang bang a group of German terrorists. <laughs> I took them all out. Nobody fucks my wife. Wow. 
<laughs> that would have been some, that. Now that's a Friday night. She called herself a grouperite. <laughs> that's right. It's time for us to have sex with your wife, Bruce Willis. Somebody had fun. <laughs> now you're going to watch. That's right, Bruce Willis. We're going to cuck you right here at the top floor of Nakatomi oh, Tower. Oh, Mr. Cowboy, you can say yippee kaye, motherfucker, in the corner in that chair. <laughs> you should have just gotten the dog like she asked. Uh, 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 no touching yourself. Uh, so they do go to Corey's apartment and it's been tossed, obviously, and they're looking. Damon Wayans, we find out later, is just pretty much looking for drugs at this point. Um, yes. And but Bruce Willis is looking for evidence, and they do find this tape, this right? Tape, yeah, yeah tape. that's that's like the blackmail evidence, I guess, of the conspiracy of trying to legalize gambling, which is apparently uh, Marcone had was going to give like six million dollars to Baynard, the senator, yes. for his vote or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. this is on tape, and Corey decided to try to, I guess, blackmail these individuals in order to get. Damon Wayans, his quarterback job back. And like, here's something also, speaking about Marcone, it's one thing like you get Marcone, you, Damon, uh, Shane Black writes the scripts like, oh, Marcone, he's the head of the, he's the head of the whole thing and blah, 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 blah. And then you cast this guy who's literally just the rich Texan from The Simpsons. Totally. You just got to change his name to like Garth McInnes or something or. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of a weird, like, we should have, but it's or crazy. Clem Westfield or something, mm-hmm. something. But I gotta tell you how great Marcone just rolls off the tongue. I mean, that is such a classic, yeah, '80s kind of villain name. You know, mm-hmm. it does roll off your tongue. So in that sense, it's like get someone who doesn't look like the fat Texan from the exactly. Sentence. Whenever you know I know hear I mean? an Italian name, I like stiffen up. I know there's gonna be a cr- a crime guy coming, coming my way. <laughs> yeah, because this feels more Texan than Italian. Absolutely. Oh, in a big yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. nothing Italian about this actor whatsoever. We're gonna call you Garth Ennis, and uh, you know, you, it's a two. Well, that a comic book writer. Yeah. <laughs> but look at this though. I mean, the guy, rest in peace. He's been dead for a while. But the actor's the character is Sheldon Marcone. Mm-hmm. Okay. A little Sheldon. I guess sounds white. But his, apparently, Italians aren't white. Dude, this just in. <laughs> I meant like mayo ass. I got it. The actor's name was Noble Willingham. Yes, he was on Walker fuck. Texas Ranger forever. He was, he was like name. he was kind of like the third guy yes. on Walker Texas yes. Ranger. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I've seen a lot of Walker Texas Whoa. Ranger. Whoa, it's, it's on Pluto, dude. And it's just oh, is it? Oh no, oh, this is a Walker channel. Right? There is. You could just watch like three hours of Walker, and you're having a pretty good time. The eyes <laughs> of the Ranger. Oh yeah, dude. You know, it's stunning. next recap podcast. <laughs> oh, definitely. I think it must have been because Walker like told me I have AIDS. <laughs> yeah. At the time uh, where this could have happened. So like we could we were just talking about this on the um uh uh Delta Farce episode. Sure. Two thousand seven they make that they make that fucking Chuck Norris joke, right? Yeah. So like so like the late aughts right there. We weren't yet doing TV reboots, but yeah. like what a perfect thing to do a Walker Texas Ranger reboot with Chuck Norris at the height of all those fucking stupid Chuck Norris jokes. We instead right. just remade the show with a completely different actor, with right? Supernatural kid. Did we really? Yeah, did there, they, was, there was a really Walker. Padalecki, I want to say. Yes. Maybe there's a Padalecki or is it the other one? I don't know which one it was. Yes, Jared Padalecki was one of the Supernatural yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on that Friday the 13th remake. I have not seen this, but I guarantee there's not enough violence. They should have no, gone no. heavy violence. Yes, on he better remake. be doing roundhouse kicks like at least yeah. three times an episode. I, be, I see... 
teeth every episode flying. <laughs> That's another thing. I mean, can you imagine? Like, Should be a shutter program. Hell yeah, dude. Walker, we got to talk to you again. I mean, like, we want you to be tackling legs, pulling your guns on people. The kicks, it's just, it's, it's, it, it, it's really showy and it's really bizarre. It's not becoming of law enforcement. <laughs> See, the problem we have is uh, the scenes where you're supposed to be a human suck. <laughs> but uh, the kicking and the guns. They put the tape in. They want to listen to it. And there's a fun, and this is like, cause this movie is kind of a proto Shane Black. The movies that he does now that I really like, which is like, um, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and the Nice Guys, like the two man detective movies, and it's kind of really funny and like silly shit happens. Like, oh, yeah. expect. and that's what this is sort of doing, but it's like Bruce Willis aggro's his way out of the joke because the joke is like the he, he, you know, Damon Wins, like, oh, okay, I this is boring. I'm gonna hit fast forward, and he's like, you can't fast forward, it's gonna ruin the fucking tape. Oh man, you ruined the fucking tape, you ruined the fucking tape. I was like, dude, it's a joke in a movie. It's just, just you know what I mean? Like, fast just, forward eats the tape. Fast yeah. forward eats the tape. Uh, but the, to be fair, that is what Bruce Willis is known for is yes. that kind of delivery. Yeah, that honestly, is his trademark. It, that, it, it, I agree with you, but this reaction is consistent with the rest of his shitty oh, reaction. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Well, I mean, no, that's but, just the. But to Steve's point, though, yeah. like, think about all right, so put that action in. The nice guys. Yeah. And it's like Russell Crowe goes to fast forward the tape and picture Ryan Gosling like freaking out about that. Like yeah. it would be handled much yes, better. And you'd would. be laughing at it. it like would. that's the thing. You don't laugh. At least I wasn't laughing at this. I was like, you're just being a douchebag, Bruce Willis. None of this is funny. Probably the funniest smash cut in the last 20 years is Ryan Gosling trying to break into that. Uh, he tries to break into something and he breaks through glass and cuts his whole, his hand and <laughs> yeah, it smash yeah, yeah. cuts to the ambulance. And I'm yes. like, that's a <laughs> yep. delight. That's, yeah, yeah. that's yep. a D slap. That, that movie is great. I, I got to go, go back. back to yeah. It. yeah. That. And honestly, mm -hmm. it's been a minute since I've seen kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Same. I, think, I loved it though. Yeah. I think Holds you up. and I watched it, Eric, like in yeah. a story at one time, like in a, it was a random yes. Andrew and Eric, like evening or something. <laughs> like you guys right. weren't around and we just maybe put that on. Cause that was so long. That was a delightful movie. It holds up for the most part. So the fast forward eats the tape. This was Halle Berry's like blackmail yeah. evidence against this guy. So because she wanted to get uh, Damon Wayne's job back, essentially, as the quarterback. Yes. Right. Yes. So then it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to drop you off or whatever, Damon Wayans. And then Bruce Willis kind of puts some math together about like, oh, yeah, well, Halle Berry's car, blah, blah, blah. And realizes like, oh, there's probably a bomb in that. And yes. like runs to save Damon Wayans right here. A lot of car. I gotta say, a lot of car bombs. Yeah, kind of nice. good explosions. I would say throughout this movie, uh, um, the uh, Lebowski's landlord, yes. Jack Keeler, dude, comes to. Uh, he he's kind of doing a uh, Chinatown scene with the knife near his nose oh, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. He's uh, like. So before that, though, uh, uh, Bruce Willis is smart to put uh, the C4 he found in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. This Close gives you trunk. another fucking line that's basically right out of Die Out with a Vengeance somehow. It's like, what do you want to leave this so on the street for some kid for to some find kid. it? Yeah. Some kid so, to find oh, it. Oh, that's right, because like Damon Wayans is like, oh, just leave the bomb here yeah. or whatever. And he's like, what? So the neighborhood kids can find yeah. it? Yeah. And totally. It's, it's interesting. Like, if you could have leaned into Bruce Willis even more, this could have just been his last action hero. Like, yeah. those lines are just. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the, that's the thing is that the tone of the script is cynical, deeply, deeply cynical. Yeah, they just the Tony Scott is too much. He's kind of too flat. I I like Tony Scott, but he is a little too flashy for it. Yes. Well, when did I mean? I'm checking now for Die Hard with a Vengeance. It might be after this movie. Oh, oh is that? Oh yeah, ninety five. Because part two, part two, I think is also ninety one or ninety or ninety one. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. Um. 
so yeah, I, by the way, just to point out just the uh, performance again of Jack Keeler in this movie, like he is legitimately intimidating. And then when you think about him in Lebowski and he's like, uh, dude, today's already the 10th. You, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. it's just like, Great fucking character actor. Yes. Oh, okay. totally. Like the, those, like the dude's landlord mm. and this guy credited as Scrabble Man. Oh yeah. Uh, like two vastly different characters. Well, this is just they pepper this movie with these actors like that. Now you're like fucking Kim Coates has like a great scene later. Yep. I forget who the guy who he's partnered with is also great. That guy's in a shit. ton of shit. He's yeah. hot dog guy from uh, the the. Uh, Hot movie. dog guy. Hot dog guy. From Superman dog. three. No, from a movie we did with Justin J. Case, which is called the Shyamalan movie, The Happening. Oh, oh yes, he's like big. Yes. Oh, I love hot dogs. That yes. Oh, oh, that's dog. right. I was writing to myself last night. I was like, how the fuck is Brian James not in this movie? Like, right. was there was the, did, 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 did the negotiations not go through? <laughs> like him or Tobin Bell? You need at least one of them in this film. Yeah, Brian James would be kind of perfect for this. Weren't we just talking about Brian James with something? Oh, no, I had just, because he's in The Player. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. I just rewatched that a couple weeks ago now. And, like, again, similar, like, the, the scope of a character actor, yeah. Brian James, what he's doing in The Player versus Brian James and almost literally everything else I've seen yeah. the man in, completely different characters. And he sells both of them. Rest in peace, I, another one gone. Huh? I mean, he's fantastic. And I think you would you you would have a Brian James type usually in the Milo role, but I like I like yeah, Taylor Taylor Negron, I, yeah. I think oh, he's, he's very so good, good in the so role. Good. Uh but these two dudes blow up and then it's basically now let's go into the world's darkest John Cassavetti's home life situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, it's it's Bruce Willis. He, he's bringing uh Damon Wayne's home uh just to hang out for a bit and Daniel Harris's young daughter is just watching TV. She's watching Lethal Weapon, which is very winky. Obviously. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, I admittedly, as much as this movie was playing for me, I was like, "Ooh, fuck! It's been really long since I've watched Lethal Weapon, and oh god, I want to turn this off right now and turn it on." Yeah. Better movie. Uh, it is. And, you know, and he just starts yelling at this girl. And I Dude, mean, like he's like trying to give her ice cream, and she's like mad at him, so he just throws oh, yeah. it all out the fucking window. Yeah. Which that's. Dude, you should go to fucking jail. Absolutely. You throw a perfectly good thing of ice cream out the window like that? Fuck you. You know what she wants to do, Damon Wayne? She wants to fuck Tommy. She's going to fuck that ice cream if I don't fuck throw it out Tommy. the window. So she gets this ice cream. <laughs> the next hey, Hollenbeck, I got fucking Rocky Road in my pool now. <laughs> I'm going to get the, the bill for the filters will be on your desk. <laughs> See, and you know what? You can put that in this movie. Sure. And then he's like, fuck you, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you Bruce take Willis. the expenses out of my wife's pussy. <laughs> Watch, come on, make it even. Come over here and fuck my wife. Yeah, That'll make exactly. up for your pool filter. <laughs> I mean, are, are you cool with that, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Bruce Willis? <laughs> Mrs. Bruce Willis. Well, well, I, I'm not, not a character, so I must thank be. you because yeah, she's not. She's not a character at all. The the daughter sort of starts to become a character here. But I mean, like he is like full on like verbally abusing this girl, and the wife's yeah. like. Joni, go to bed or something. Instead of like, fuck you, why are you yelling at this girl? Yeah, and I think they're Ooh. trying to also play a little bit of like 
the daughter learned it from her because yeah, they're yeah. giving it to each other back and forth. Like, Uncle Jay's not a fuck up like you are, Dad. Yeah. Don't call me a fuck up. Yeah. Don't call me a fuck up. You're oh, a fuck up, Dad. Oh, oh, Uncle Jimmy, you know what he does? He cheats on his taxes, something that nobody does. Yeah. You hear me? I've never cheated on my taxes. Do you know how? Because I never paid them. Can that, can that uncle call me? I need to figure something out. Well, also, though, Bruce Willis, like, you only really got to start filing your taxes when you make over $10,000 a year and I feel like <laughs> at, at this rate yeah. these jobs you're pulling dude I don't know he about that $1,000 a year <laughs> the actress playing the wife is Chelsea Field uh, who is like small roles in a bunch of stuff including playing Tila and Masters of the Universe the oh. movie but I'm pretty sure she is the flight attendant in Commando who Arnold is like my friend is dead tired. Oh no. <laughs> when he kills that guy in the yeah, plane. I'm pretty sure she's that character too. I that think rules. I also believe she's Mrs. Scott Bakula. Yes, she's been married to Scott Bakula for a very long time. Oh, right. wow. Lucky ladies. Holy shit. Lucky Absolutely. Lady. My God. Scott Bakula. Fuck. Well, the oh problem boy. is like when Captain you're, Archer. You're oh getting right God. there. Then he's like, Sam, why haven't I leaped yet? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I'm starting to lose it. Can we leap soon, please? <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it's just it's. And I mean, this scene lo- is one of the longest scenes of the movie. Yeah. Where he's going in the kitchen, out the kitchen. She's like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Dude, and it's crazy because to your point, Steve, this is very Cassavetes. And I was like, where is the vodka? Yes. Bruce Willis isn't even smoking in this scene. Mm. I was like, you got to light up a cigarette if you're going to be yelling like this, but man. We do see the photo of him with Jimmy Carter. And, I, and maybe this is where the fl- full flashback happens. Yes, I can't remember. Where- but we established that. And oh, then- well, you know, it, it must be because there's already a line. We know that he has saved the president's <laughs> life because fucking hilarious moment one of the, like they go back to the police station yes. before they go to the house or something and there's this weird like little nerd police guy standing yeah. there oh yeah and bruce willis looks at him and he's like what and he goes uh they told me what you did for the president i just want to shake your hand I'm like oh man come on listen, no I'm, no listen i'm gonna die in a pointless uh, attack later <laughs> yes i just wanted to be a character for a moment listen, they're gonna try to frame you for my murder it's not it's gonna be an afterthought it's gonna last a few seconds and no one's gonna care or think about it also now that i'm doing the math here for a second like how old is Bruce Willis supposed to be? I mean, Carter was president in the late seventies. Like I was in the fucking yeah. Secret Service. Yeah, Carter's tough. I would guess they just wanted generic president. And but then why would you cast somebody who looks exactly like Jimmy Carter that exactly. famously only plays Jimmy Carter? Right. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. But That's just kind of right. Well, like, I mean, Jimmy Carter was president in nineteen eighty, right? That's when the election was. Yeah, but that's and yeah, I guess it's Bruce 11, Willis, yeah, 55, eleven years ago. Twenty-five years old. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. That, that's fair. That, that checks out. Young whippersnapper right out of uh, after college or whatever, wherever he went. There is a great exchange somewhere somewhere amidst the freak out. Oh, it's actually, yeah, it's because he sees the picture of him with the president that Damon Wayans goes, uh, I got my picture taken with Don Johnson once. And Bruce Willis is like, oh, yeah, you still got it. And like Damon Wayans, great fucking delivery. He's in the middle of sitting down. And he's like, nah, I threw it out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and at this point, and I don't know why. Again, like, just go home. Is it? Like, Might have to take a shower in your house. Like, I don't know. I'm in the middle of like an enormous <sighs> fight with my entire family. Yeah. Right well, then now. I'm gonna get in the shower so I don't have See, to hear it. The problem is, that it's like this is lethal weapon, and yes. in that relationship, Riggs and Murtog have a relationship that's fleshed right. out yeah. that you could actually c- contextually see that happening. How do you all know each other? We're family. 
family. Exactly. That's not till part four, but that is well, that's yes. the relationship. Yes. But Eric, he wasn't divorced. Shane Black wasn't divorced when he wrote the weapon. He, <laughs> he was fucking, divorced. Shane Black wrote this script with his teeth. Yeah. He's so <laughs> fucking angry. And he goes in and Bruce Willis is like, hey, I, I gotta give you a towel. And like He's like taking pills. He's like, get the fuck out of my house. I'll put those pills up your ass. It's like, I don't know, man. It's not like he's smoking a joint. He's just taking some pills. No. And like, I business. don't know. His fucking lady friend blew up yes. or was blown away, rather. He's yeah. seen two separate car explosions happen. Like, who gives a shit? And like, you could you could have the angle of like, I'm trying to be a good father, get this shit out of my house. But at the same time, it's like, well, that doesn't jive with everything else we just watched. Yes. Right. No, right. well that I think what's funny about it is like the 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 title like being the last boy is like he does believe in all that shit but he's also a huge hypocrite. Yes. Right. Like that's what I mean like it's about degeneration almost. Like he's just like degeneration. <laughs> uh, hell yes. Uh sorry dude, with sorry. Chamber well, I and guess all of them. The idea is like <laughs> I guess the world failed him so he yes. doesn't care anymore. Yes. And something something Damon Wayne's on the on uh, on his way out, he finds out like um, oh, this Daniel Harris comes like, to nothing. Daniel Harris like you know you are my dad's favorite football player. Well, you're such a huge. Cel- I was joking when I said I didn't know who you were, and like yeah, we signed my dad's card, and he says sure to the last boy scout. Yeah, there yeah. it is. At least someone didn't say it. But man, how hilarious is this though? She's like, oh yeah, like yeah, like you said, Steve. Like uh, is my my father's favorite <laughs> football player. When you had all that trouble, he stopped watching football altogether. I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know <laughs> uh, that I buy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this dude's probably still going to keep watching football. And it's around here where we also get Damon Wayans. Uh, Wayne, Wayans. 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 <laughs> I feel like Letterman Uma Oprah. Uh, he talks about how he was going to be a father, but then a, a truck jumped oh, the curb. This is brutal. His, his wife with the eight month old and, baby inside. And I've been spending the last years hunting down that truck driver. <laughs> and my, my vengeance will be soon at hand. No, no, no. He just cries. It is. It. I have to say this part, I think he kind of does okay with because he's like, you know, the story is fucking harrowing. Is like the, my, you know, I was playing a game, biggest game of my life. My wife was walking in L.A. La Brea Boulevard. Yeah. It's like, this is why you don't walk in Los Angeles. It's folks. totally true, dude. Take a cab or buy a car. And she was hit by a car. She died. And then he's like, the baby lived for 17 minutes. He fell asleep. And, w- dude, I got to say, when Damon Wayans was like, he got to have one dream before he died, I was like, that's ah, hitting me. And oh. I don't even like kids. Like, it fucking, <laughs> he really sold that one. It's oh, yeah. only later when they, or no, it's actually in Halle Berry's apartment when they're like, all right, you're looking over all this wreckage. You got to cry right here. Yeah. And it is definitely the thing that people who are acting do when they can't cry is they put their head down and yeah. cover their their eyes with yes. their hands. And then they cut. And when you come back, magically, there's just tears yeah. there. And it's just like, oh, he couldn't get there. Oh, but man. why could he? He was on fucking living color. Don't expect that of this guy. Simone could have done it. <laughs> Simone, you're the last Boy Scout. You are the last Boy Scout. <laughs> you're going to do Homie the Clown. Okay, a little bit of Damon Wayne's, a little bit of Noble Willingham. <laughs> you're going to be a big fat Texan, Simone. <laughs> it's somewhere around here, too, where they say Matthews, which is Bruce McGill's character. You know, the cops are like, 
oh yeah, well, Matthews was fucking his wife. And that's what, again, this detective character where this comes to nothing just starts like rubbing his beard like, say, found out his wife was fucking around. Maybe he put the bomb in Bruce McGill's car. Yeah. Comes to nothing. Absolutely nothing, well, but I appreciate the attempt of increasing the body count. Well, yeah, that, sure. Not an attempt. They do a good job. This, yeah. this guy just, yes. because when Taylor Negron pretty much shows up. The, the weird part about this movie, I guess, is it's almost not long enough. Like I almost need a little bit, like the whole family scene. I needed one more action scene between uh, Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans to bond before that. Mm-hmm. Cause like they are like best buds at the beginning of this family. So I'm like, how though? You yeah. know what I mean? It, it's a little too quick, but well, there's a, isn't there a scene where they throw Damon Wayans off of an overpass? That's happening right now. Oh, okay. no, it's oh, now that's happening turns, now. Yes. Not now, now, <laughs> right. but the rest of the movie basically turns into one crazy day. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah, yes, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Which is rad. Yes. I appreciate a good one. Because crazy the, day. in the morning, you know, uh, uh, this cop is like, uh, is, is going to see uh, what's going on. He sees a uh, Taylor Negron and a couple, a couple of dudes hanging out in, in front of the house. He's like, uh, is there a problem? He's like, yes, officer. There's too many bullets in this gun. And just shoots the dude's <laughs> head. Dude. Ooh, I love it. Rocks. I love it. It rocks. And he's so walking around hard. with this fucking like cattle prod he was using on yes. people. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a good villain. He keeps on calling Bruce Willis Joseph. Yes. 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 He's a Samuel. He's a good villain. He's good in any type of role, really. Yes. Yeah. I've always I mean, liked him. Think about him in this. I'm going to keep doing this, but as as long as I can make these weird connections. But think about him in this versus he's in the episode of Seinfeld with yes. the smelly car yes. playing the hairstylist. Yes. Yes. What Tomato I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. so awesome. Or chairman of the board as well. Oh, that's right. Where he's, oh, he's also fucking great in that movie. He was so great. He, he God, was great. Why was are great. all the greats gone? And it's weird because usually he had that long, dark hair. And in this movie, he's got like this bleach blonde, short hair. It's yeah. very... Uh, unsettling kind of it makes him it does make him more menacing for sure because you know Taylor Negron not known for being menacing well, no but he can do not. it well that's I mean it's usually you would like we were talking about Brian J like you would have the big tall yes. menacing guy it's yes. he's shorter it's more like almost like an anime villain like yes. you kind of imagine him having a right. sword yeah he's <laughs> you know I mean he's great and he's great in this but it is quasi gay coded Hollywood villain yes. oh, yeah. exactly. oh, oh big oh, time yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 how and why because it's one of my favorite things. When fucking uh, Damon Wayans just gets chucked over this overpass, how does that happen? Like, he's like, I think he's looking in on something and... Yeah, and Kim, Kim Coates and the gang just do that. And, they like, just, they don't even follow up. They, they don't. don't. It's Kim Coates and did we recognize goon number two? No. A 1991 James Gandolfini himself. Oh, yes. Oh, really? Gandolfini, yes. Gandolfini Ooh, dude. He nice. must have been a Scott guy because he's just a, he'll be in True Romance oh, yeah. a little bit. Oh, that's right. And yeah, it's <clears throat> taking a Pelham. Oh right! Yeah. Oh weird. He yeah. He's the he's one of the goons in the car that okay. rolls off the cliff and like the yeah. big chase scene because he doesn't have any dialogue. I think. He, he does not speak at all. It's this scene. Yes. the scene where they're in is it like the woods? They wherever they do the handoff okay. with the suitcases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's the there yeah. and he runs after him, and then in the car chase he goes off yeah. the cliff. It's a good Bellini, Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> but they just <laughs> chuck him over an overpass. He gets up and he's just like, uh, I'm okay, everyone. It's, there's me and there's Super Dave. And then he falls down. Dude, a Super Dave Osborne reference. That was kind of cool. Yeah. It was the early 90s. We loved it. I still love it. <laughs> I watched the Super Dave show as a kid. I, I don't remember. You don't remember it? No, no, I don't remember a ton of it. 
Oh, I mean, it was just what you think it is. Yeah, he he would like a, go to do a stunt, and then a dummy would get set yeah. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Um, so, but now, Bruce yeah. Willis gets kidnapped, um, and then there we get this parlor scene at this in, in, in indoor pool. This is the that, Kim Coates scene. Yeah, and you see fucking Noble Willingham with his shirt off. That's <laughs> oh yeah. They're like, oh, uh, make Joseph a drink. Make that too. I'm taking off my top and getting into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly was waiting for him to walk in and like the way like oil comes up like to like it just comes off him. He's just so he's like evil. Baron yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> evil. And he's just, it's separating in the water. See, the other thing that sucks about making this dude named Marcone is how fucking funny would it be if you saw this dude come out of the pool and he'd been swimming with a cowboy hat on the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's just got his his tr- his trunks, no shirt on, and a cowboy hat just beautifully nah. perched on his head. We don't do uh, swim trunks from where I'm from. We do swim chaps. <laughs> uh, oh, but he does. Mur- uh, Bruce Willis does coolly murder Kim Coates here because he's like can I get a cigarette? And he's like, sure. And he punches him in the face when yeah. he goes to light. He's like, that's the one. Do it again. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and he, he's like, give me a light. And he punches him again. And then he punches his nose and just breaks it. And Dude, he does the fucking like, yeah. you know, nose cartilage all into your brain. Yeah, punch. there's a line like he just killed Chet. He put his nose through his brain. Yeah. Or whatever. It was <laughs> a national epic. But everybody was worried about that happening oh, to yeah. them in real life oh, for yeah. about seven years. Because, you know, the, yeah. the, it's like, oh, I'm going to get hit with the palm. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get the palm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, it was oh, just a, what do you call there. it there? It was like, I mean, it's, it's perfect for this movie. It is schoolyard conversation. All of them, <laughs> you know, if you do this thing with your hand, you can go right to your guys' nose. You can go right to your brain and you're dead. I mean, I'm He's sure dead. it's true, but not from like a sixth grader, like punching somebody. <laughs> a big fucking dude like Bruce Willis, maybe. Though. Yeah, Bruce Willis punching a sixth grader. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's this was like the heyday of them ruining huge scenes and trailers. Because <laughs> this scene to me, I would have been like on the scene, but this whole thing is in every trailer. Is that right? Movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a trailer. It's, for it's this weird. Movie. It's oh, that's weird. weird. Yeah. Ruined. But Noble Willingham is just like, let me tell you the whole thing, what we're doing here. It's like basically. <laughs> yeah. the there set. was a quick moment with uh, Milo where he's just like, shall we have a formal introduction? And Bruce Willis is like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And I like that. I like that oh, and pushing then, off. And the then he's like, scene. oh, you're so cool. One day I'm going to make you squeal. And then he goes, yeah, play some rap music. Of course. Uh, or no, ma- not, make you, not make you squeal, make you throw up. Yes. Which is like, <sighs> play some rap music. This is a movie for your uncle. Uh, <laughs> he's slapping uncles. Somewhere around here, Damon Wayans gets uh, the address of the senator. Sure. Um, which is Baynard. which he's gonna go like track him down or something. Because I think that's what he thinks Bruce Willis is. Yes, at the that's moment. right. And um, yeah, and, and uh, Noble Willingham here it says like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna you know, or maybe it's Milo that says it that we're gonna frame you for the senator's murder. Right, because he explains Noble Willingham is like we we were bribing all the senators on this committee to you know they're trying to pass legalized gambling yeah, the, the or, fan duel act of yeah. 1991 <laughs> or it's he's paying them off so like they will vote mm-hmm. to legalize and this baynard was the only one who was like no that's not going to happen so he's like well he didn't want my six million dollars so i'm just going to murder him and then we're going to blame you bruce willis and is he going to blow up the stadium as well is that the other plan no because what's the bomb supposed to the be bom- for well the bomb is supposed to blow up the senator i guess at the stadium so it would have to be but at the stadium i don't know if it would be enough to 
blow up the entire state. The way we're going to get ashes back in seats is more violent action and terrorist attacks People at the stadium. love terrorism. They love Bane. I want to make the audience feel so unsafe at these football games, baby. We're gonna, the money's going to roll on in. We have released 10 violent maniacs, into, and we have given them very large knives. We'll see how many of you survive. Legalized gambling, loose Rottweilers. Dude, holy shit. Cabin. You just inspired the next great entry in the franchise, dude. <laughs> oh, the Purge colon Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, yes. well, I yep. And then it, yeah. also the Purge colon loose Rottweilers. So <laughs> I think the thing is, so here's what it is. It wasn't that uh, Baynard turned him down. Baynard yes. demanded more money. Yes. So the deal is that briefcase mm. They're going to give it to Baynard like, oh, yeah, we're, we told him we're going to give him whatever he wants. Yes. The briefcase actually has a bomb in it. So, yes, maybe he would open it at the stadium. Maybe it's like a wait till you get home or <laughs> something like that. And once Baynard is dead, we are all going to be a bunch of draft kings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be amazing. Fifteen people would have died at my sporting event in a matter of seven days. It's fantastic. And we will truly live. As draft kings. <laughs> Look, half the Budweiser's are poisoned. Good luck. <laughs> and all the fans are going to fight over it. And I'm going to say, well, gosh, what a good looking fan duel. <laughs> I, uh, fucking fan duel. All that shit is garbage. Terrible. But it's good for you if you want to play. Yes. <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by fans. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No, not not no. yet. We'll see if the checklist. Uh, but it's sort of amazing. Also, you think about like, uh, what would, again, like the idea of going to a football game after this happened five, six, seven days ago. Nope. Yeah. It's crazy town. No, hey, Los Angeles, guess what, man? The Kings are right there. Well, You're getting a whole influx of hockey fans well, after this. Well, nobody got hurt, and it was kind of a show. <laughs> I mean, if somebody else is going to blow fair. their head off, That's fair. I they wouldn't would, mind seeing it. There would just have to be like a national week of mourning. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, sure. The president is showing up. Well, Barley. These football games are too gosh darn dangerous. First, it was the leading with your head while you tackle. Now it's bringing a gun onto the field. Kind of ridiculous. Getting even worse. Now, if they had a gun, they were in Libya. I'd be more into it, Bar. Uh, now I'm picturing a, a Will Smith movie where he's complaining about, you know, tell the truth over these these players <laughs> shooting, shooting themselves. He has, oh, yeah. He's, he's got all these x-rays of, like, bullets going yeah, through brains. Skulls, and he's like... Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's bad because like later on in life, they'll be dead, you yeah. see, and <laughs> it could lead to them uh, decaying. And yeah, they only live like six seconds after the he's, game. He's getting <laughs> laughed out of the, he's getting laughed and booed out of the room while he's like, no, bullets cause people to die. Oh, Bullet yeah, head boots. right. <laughs> Ridiculous. Tell the truth. <laughs> also, I just recognized in my notes, another thing I was reminded that Chelsea Ross, Senator Baynard, uh, is the star, or not the star of, but he's in for a hot fashion, is uh, he is the evil colonel from the military school yes, in Bogus Journey. Yeah. Oh, nice. oh, hello, Colonel Oates. <laughs> Dude rules. Um, Daniel Harris sidles up to uh, Damon Wayans' car here. Oh, and is right. Like, oh, 
I want to be in the movie. The, the, the studio just said that I was a fun character in that uh, scene. They, don't, they need me in the last act. I, I believe she is. It's not a full one here, Steve, but she, I think, is a stowaway. Uh, in she's this. kind of a, you're it's right. A she stowaway is right. Yeah, yeah. for the services of kidnap bait. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yep. And uh, then, like, what? Uh, Damon Wayans follows the leads, and they get to the fucking the woods. The woods where. The fo- the photo evidence is happening of Milo handing this briefcase we, to uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. We yeah, get our framing him. Yeah, third or fourth parlor scene explaining it just in case somebody was out getting popcorn. And, you know, it's really intricate. You didn't really need to do it, but I guess I kind of appreciate the fact that this. Bond gadget. Yes, that it's like a lazy yeah. Susan, but yes, for suitcases yes. in the back of this uh, trunk. So this dude that works for the senator, who I guess is a Polish gangster, or we question mark. He's Polish. Del- yeah. he, looks del- like, he looks like Pitbull, actually. He does. does. I feel like there are deleted scenes because when we're driving on the highway soon enough, there's like uh, he he's too stupid. David Wayne's too stupid to spell bomb correctly. Oh, he yes. spells B O M. Yeah, and oh, I right, and it's like oh, that means fuck you in Polish. So now this guy's going to go crazy. I forgot about that. So like, yeah, yeah he must totally. There has he to must be, be something. I don't think he's Polish. I think that's just a bad lie. Or is that just supposed to be a bad joke? That's just yeah. a bad joke. Like like uh, like a Polish people are stupid joke. Or I, I literally just could be. A, oh, I don't I even do. know. Like, yeah, That's I'll, how bad it is. I don't even know what the point of it was. Oh, good. Yeah. So, all right. So okay, it makes great. no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. That's the guy. I'm glad we cleared that up. The guy who uh, the, the the other bad Pitbull? guy, the, the Pitbull guy, is the guy who uh, kills the, uh, the first person to kill somebody in Hard Target when they're shooting somebody. He's like oh, the, really? The first uh, uh, the client for Lance wow. Henriksen. Oh, I so like that. The money is not in that briefcase. The bomb is in that briefcase. So yeah, this sounded like yeah, you doing a Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> the bomb is in the briefcase. <laughs> Where I took s- that briefcase and stuck it up his ass. <laughs> oh man, get some lube. Where are you gonna set off that bomb? Somewhere exotic? <laughs> no, just the LA Coliseum. <laughs> okay. And um they're about to kill Bruce Willis, and this is when Daniel Harris shows up with her stuffed animal, like, oh, I'm lost or something, and I wanna I don't even know what the she's. Let's see what she's got to say. It's kind of clever for the little girl, but then like to fool grown adults. Yeah. Like, and and also like Taylor Negron and all his dudes are like, you know, surveilling Willis and everything. Like they would know what the kid looks like. Let me hand you this. Why don't, Hey, mister, why don't you see if you can get this thing to talk? Now you try. Yeah. There's there's clearly a gun in this, in this doll. Here you go. But this is the same as Steve said, the Roger Rabbit. We're going to laugh to death because he is doing fucking voices with things. And like, Fucking roasting all these yeah. hitmen with this puppet. He's, he's going after the audience. He he's, he's like, ah, oh, you didn't get enough pushy to me. <laughs> the, the jokes are just like, hey, where'd you get your suit? Gangsters are us. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Oh, boy. Ooh, that's, and that's, then he just starts, the, there's a gun inside the puppet. It's kind of cool watching a puppet mouth explode with a uh, uh, You know. Listen, you, my track record, my fucking extreme creepitude with puppets, man. Anytime a puppet's decimated on the screen, I'm there for it. <laughs> And this he, thing's fucking mouth shoots out from inside of itself. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Some fat guy gets it right in the kisser. And <laughs> then, yeah, they, they, he's blowing. Every, like, there are 17 guns pointed at them. And Bruce Willis somehow knocks out all of them. That's well, right. just like, <laughs> you see, Damon Wayans, like, kicks one guy in the stomach or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty convenient. But, you know, they're the protagonists, so they can. 
get through this pretty okay. Da- Daniel Harris casts a spell and everybody goes to sleep. Yeah, it's weird yeah. that her her dad is Bruce Willis and her uncle is Michael Myers. So it's like a, <laughs> you don't you do not want to fuck with this little girl. Like, yeah, you are yeah. in trouble. Yeah. You know, Bruce Willis has probably got a higher body count. Yeah, I was gonna say two of the world's <laughs> greatest serial killers. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Mike, you're a big fucking pussy, dude. <laughs> oh man, you only use a knife. What a fucking pussy! You ever uh, try a gun? Always the talkative one. <laughs> Also driving a car, Michael Myers. That's oh, true. that's dude. Michael Myers loves driving cars. All right, Darian, evil dies tonight. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you God have to damn. have that little score going every time you walk into a room? <laughs> there is a girl who's the daughter of a private detective, sheriff. <laughs> sheriff, she's got a gun in that puppet. There is a puppet coming to your town. <laughs> Well, I'm just here visiting. Her father keeps on calling her a hawker for some reason. <laughs> they go, oh, no, they made it to the football game. No, no, no. Oh, we get our high-speed chase here. I think uh, oh, yeah, uh, Milo is also in pursuit. Yes. Here. yes. This the is, non-Polish boss is somewhere around here. This is where the other car is. Gandolfini goes flying. Yes, yeah, there's yeah. some yeah. cool... Cliff uh, yes, falls some here. Like 1970s kind of yeah. cliff, like Toons is the cat kind of. Well, we're throwing an old sedan down a hill. Yeah, yeah. and then I into a it. pool yeah. as well. It's very similar to the fucking nice guy, like when the opening with the going yes. down the oh, hill. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, you're right. I gotta watch that again. It's a great movie. You're right that this is Rick Ducumin as the guy who's Hell just yeah. having breakfast like out on his patio. He's good. And Taylor Negron's car crashes into the pool, and he's the fucking like dead face reaction of just like I can't believe I'm looking at what I'm looking yeah. at totally well, great the be- the best reaction is like, uh, let me get your car no he's like uh, give me the car I shoot the girl daddy oh oh well she's gonna be drugs and all the rest of stuff so yeah you go ahead and take the car <laughs> yeah her he, life's ruined now he threatens to murder his own child to get inside this car which is <laughs> which is, you know, honestly pretty funny part for me uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, he's just like, oh, he's definitely dead. Let yeah. me just shoot the car a few more times. Let grab me, the suitcase of, of actual money. And, let and me then leave, that's that. Let me leave my daughter. Oh, no, we have to run to the Coliseum. Let me leave my daughter with this berobed pervert. Can, can, totally. Can, 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 we, can we point out that the mother is still alive? <laughs> yes. Yeah. She like, exists. Call, yes. call her and be like, yo, yo, Sarah, you have to come here. Pick her up right now. And it'd be that, just do that. And you could still have all the events unfold because of yes. the L.A. traffic or whatever. Yeah, I'm leaving her here with this like pervert pool guy. He looks like one of the neighbors from the burbs. You'll recognize <laughs> him immediately. <laughs> Look, just why don't you? I don't want to take care of your kid. Why don't you call your wife? Where does she work? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's your wife. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I think she, she's wife. Uh, she somewhere. works on her back on my mattress, and I'm paying is, for it. Is there another McGill in the picture? She's probably fucking him. <laughs> yeah, go working her way up the family fucking tree. Well, it's a good thing fucking John Belushi's dead, or else you fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> probably gonna fuck Mark Metcalf next. The whole fucking cast of, of the Animal House. Is that piece of shit Scott Bakula right here? She said she had a crush on him. Fucking Tim Matheson, he was next. Flounder, whatever that guy's name was, Steven something. Oh, enjoy fucking Peter Rieger. <laughs> you fuck Niedermeyer. <laughs> oh, man, you fuck Niedermeyer. That's desperate. Put a pledge pin up you. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <coughs> a pledge pin in your penis. 
Oh man, like a piercing. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like a Prince Albert. Anyone in the room got a uh, uh, genital piercing? Not currently. Uh, no, 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 no. I have okay. zero piercings on my body. Yeah. Never say never, but same, yeah. same thought about it. Now. But you know, I'm thinking about know. getting some Hellraiser shit going on. Maybe I just don't think I could have a needle go through my penis. No, yeah, no, no. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, I'd probably not do it either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> the movie's continuing. <laughs> yes, uh, Taylor Negron kills Rick DeCumman and another Daniel Harris. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah, another yeah. solid headshot. By the way, oh, yeah. oh yeah, that in there. Beautiful squib. They get y- to the Coliseum around here. Is he <laughs> your uncle, <laughs> Michael Myers? <laughs> We're doing the window. It's. It's September. We're good. We're good for a month and a half. <laughs> I mean, clock's ticking, but we're good. He's probably skulking around here, but he isn't doing his main thing. Yeah. They're, they Every Halloween, they transport him back and forth to nowhere. And something always goes wrong. Uh, so they get to the Coliseum. There is a funny thing of Damon Wayans uh, key in uh, Marcone's car, yes. which is pretty great. And then something, something, uh, that that big fat guy, Tony Longo. Oh, dude, this doesn't make any fucking sense. It's just, we're trying to justify that horrible scene, like yeah, by yeah. getting that guy more beat up. You know what I mean? Because I mean, that scene was pretty fucking bad, but and it was out of nowhere and it had nothing to do with this movie. So, like, bringing it back, I guess, makes it thematic. Sure, except for, like, the, the team is going down the hallway to take the field. Mm. And Tony Longo is like, oh, there's the guy that fucking beat me up. And then there's like cops. three cops. Yeah. That, and I was like, well, what the fuck? What is stadium security going to do about this dude who they clearly know because he used to be your star yeah. quarterback yes. threw a football at your face? You fucking baby, Tony yeah. Longo, shut up. Well, that, again, he would have been uh, he would have been fine, except for then Jimmy Dix takes a gun out and gets get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, it's a, fuck. It is a fucking great line, though, because Tony Longo says something like, uh, oh, yeah, get you fucking thrown, you know, thrown out of here, kicked, kicked out of here. That's what yeah. it is. And Wayne's pulls out the shotgun and puts it under his chin. And he goes, how'd you like to get kicked off the planet? Yeah. Good line. Yeah. Cause here now, cause we're on his old home turf. We have to give him more to do and more hero moments like the football pass coming up. Oh yeah. He gets this whole act like, cause it's him on the field. Trying to get Baynard's attention, well, right? The, this is well, the, 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 you're skipping the whole. Oh, the the, the evil, enormous yeah, the, the seventh parlor. Yeah, there's, <laughs> this is another. And this, I got to tell you, you know, I know he is supposed to be kind of like a Jerry Jones esque, whatever the yeah. fuck, but like. This office is a set design straight out of Nightmare hell. Alley. Yeah, it's <laughs> it looks like Kate Blanchett's office, man. This huge, like high ceiling marble yeah. wall. It's like the cigar room in Al Pacino's Devil Advocate yes, office. Exactly. Yep, you, you yep. The, the, the statues start moving and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and whatever. And like, yeah, it's another parlor scene about this, that, and the other thing. And that, I'm going to kill all of you. He shoots Damon Wayans in the hand, which is pretty and, cool. Yep. And of course, you have to do the, uh, the light. Like, I'm kind of like, uh, uh, I, 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 I ta- the daughter is there and he's like, I, I, I kind of am like kind of going to touch your daughter. Maybe. Yes. Yep. Maybe I'm yeah, going to do that. She's got a pretty head of hair. Yeah. There. They need another 15% rapiness in oh, here. Well, Taylor Negron says yes, uh, yes. when he threatens Bruce Willis on, on a car phone, it's like, I've got your daughter and I'll show her what a hot date I am. Woo! Oh, that's I right. I know. It's a fucking child, everybody. Can we move on? Yeah, totally. Is it totally. cool? 
Danielle Harris does have the line of this scene, though, because, uh, you know, he's running his mouth or whatever. And she goes, eat shit, you fucking redneck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, 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 you're really tough on September 15th when everybody knows Halloween ain't for six more weeks. <laughs> Uncle Mike ain't coming to save shit, little girl. <laughs> I've partnered with Noble Willingham to put an end to Michael Myers. <laughs> no, bull. No, bull. First of all, let's go, Stallions. <laughs> oh, no. That quarterback isn't the real quarterback. That's Michael. <laughs> I bought season tickets to the Stallions. <laughs> it came with this giant hand that goes. We're number one. It's foam. <laughs> we are not number one, Sheriff. Not if Michael Myers comes here. Okay, straight talk. Do you think ever in his lifetime, Donald Pleasance donned a foam finger? <laughs> no, and uh, I, I would I say he probably so. never attended a football game in person. Yeah. <laughs> probably not a big fan of American football. No. no, no not maybe. a fan of America in general. <laughs> Even though he was the president. I, I only watch kangaroo football. <laughs> uh, but like they set it up for five seconds. Bruce Willis is like, oh, I've got these thing called shredders. They explode really crazy. And something, something. Uh, I have the key to where the tape is. The mafia is invoked for four seconds. It doesn't matter. But the mafia point is actually kind of interesting yes. yeah. because because uh, Noble Willingham is like, oh, well, what are you going to do, Bruce? Well, you're, here's the part where you tell me the second you die, that tape's going to the media, blah, blah, blah. And Bruce Willis is like, no, it's actually going to the mafia because if everything you said is true about legalizing sports gambling, the mafia stands to lose $2 billion and they're not going to be too happy about this that. This is a great <laughs> point because DraftKings and FanDuel have only secured this win because the mafia is at such a low point. Yeah, now. it's true. They're getting Sucks, shot man. by the Q people. I know. This Ugh. is fucking horseshit. You need to turn it around, Listen, folks. Mafia, yep. we're pro mafia podcast. People have known that for a long time. We are very endeared to the mafia. But you make exactly. it difficult. But, but they need to now. You guys need to send a message. You need to Take out some high-level executives. <laughs> no. And certain co corporations. No. As far, no, no, as, no, far no. as I know, Ron Watkins is still breathing. No business of mine. What happens after that? Here's, Look, here's what I would say. You know, you don't, don't fucking, um, don't buy books on Amazon. Go to your local bookstore. Don't place bets on FanDuel. Go to your local bookie. Give That's some money right. back to the mafia. That's right. Keep it within the community, Yes, folks. enrich your community. You need to do that or else it would, it's just going to be a and dystopian if, hellscape. And yeah, yeah, which we got to avoid that. Yeah. There's so many These other things the around. legitimate businessmen to, protecting to, oh. the interest of your community and you're stabbing them in the back. Absolutely. And all your elders, all the elders of this great tradition are going to be shot by fucking teenagers <laughs> who think that fucking, you know, Chris Tucker has like baby heads that he carries around in a purse. Like he's cute what? people off their heads. <laughs> oh, I, oh. I, I well, you know, because like green? Chris Cabin, official We Hate Movies Q correspondent. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots I of ideas. I thought you heard some new fucking no, stupid no, no, thing no. that involved Chris Tucker. Just a, a variation on a theme. <laughs> But I think uh, my train of thought's totally gone, so we're just going to move right along. Well, you, these shredder things, right? They, yes, they, they blow up the we, whole thing. We, we get a guy on fire, which yes. is very cool. Very cool. Totally. Well, it, the guy goes on fire, and then like everybody runs away. and you, you It's a blink, and you miss it. I had to rewind it. Uh, what's his face? Noble Willingham runs away, but they cut back like 
as the scene ender on this burning body. I was like, was that Nolan? Will? You know what I mean? Like, I was oh, just really? sort of like, did oh. he get cooked? Well, no. Well, because they really, th this guy on fire is both on fire. Mm -hmm. Then he gets shot in the chest and then he gets shot in the ankles. So I'm like, yeah. man, that guy had a, that should be Noble's fucking death. Yeah, he gets super fucking <laughs> he killed. He runs away instead. He gets the suitcase, which which he thinks is the money, yes. but it's actually the bomb. We save it for the end. Until then, we have to find the senator now. That yes. part was dumb too with uh, Noble Willingham getting the briefcase because like he's in the parking lot yes. of the Coliseum. And he's like, huh, look at that. There's the briefcase. And he shoots the window to get it. And immediately they cut to him, like, you know, reaching in or whatever. And you can see behind him, there's people just casually walking. Well, you're at the LA Coliseum. The, the, the stallions <laughs> are playing. Gunfire is just expected. Oh, yeah, oh that's right. I forgot with the new rule change for this season. <laughs> exactly. Oh, what, that's, that's Shelly Marcone. Don't you want uh, you want the stallions to win this season, don't you? Leave them alone. Now, you are allowed to shoot a man. Uh, if he's in the red zone, you're allowed to shoot a man. <laughs> yeah, so shoot a man is where we are now because like they're like, oh, Milo's going to try to kill the senator now. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's probably going to be somewhere high up. Oh, maybe those Lights up there. Well, so uh, now no, Jimmy no, has no, to. even is like does a James Bond thing. Like, oh, let's just say, uh, Mr. Milo is a place very illuminated. And oh, like, does he? Yes. He does. Oh, it's, it's so dumb. Damn, I missed it's that. Dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> and then yes, he he sees him up there, and he's like, "Hey, Jimmy, you need to cause a distraction while I take care of Milo." So he rides a horse while holding a football. Yeah, and then throws the football. At the bullet, and it works. Well, it, it stops the bullet. No, I think he's throwing it at the senator's face to get his attention to, to get him shot. But then the bullet hits the football. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's also true. Yes. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah. It, one it, in a million shot, doc. Oh my he's god, best no. the best fucking arm in the Shit, fucking league. Dude. Look yeah. at that, and it's kind of funny how they set up both of those things because the Tony Longo getting his face spiked in the hot yeah. tub. That's you know you know uh, yes. Damon Wayne still has a fucking arm on him. And then there's some other line way at the beginning of this courtship where Damon Wayans mentions to Bruce Willis that he and his uh, like lady friend or whatever, like they go horseback riding all the time. Oh. And they, they set up that Damon Wayans is yeah. really into horseback riding so that and this is all Wayans right here. You see him jump onto the horse like from the back of it, like does the whole thing. Pretty impressive. Robert McKee fucking rule book foreshadowed a shit out of everything. <laughs> and the worst part of it is, I think it's when they're in the car or driving to the stadium. Uh, Bruce Willis just casually is just like, when this case is over, I'm doing a jig. And I'm yeah. like, I, I, I know it's coming. And I'm like, don't do a fucking jig. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. It's just like one thing yeah. too many, one I, cool, snappy, irreverent, and, and whatever. Is that too like, many. is that supposed to be a football thing? We no, no, no it's an Irish, it's an Irish, Irish jig. So it has nothing to do it's got with, nothing to do with anything. No, 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 no. He just says it to say it. Um, Cool fight with him and Taylor Negron. Pretty great. Yeah, I like Taylor Negron. He's got this huge machine gun. He's fucking shooting at like the goddamn helicopter, blasting yes. suckers out of that. Pretty cool. He does fall to his death. It is a great, oh, it's amazing. Stunt man falling oh. death too. Well, no, first into, of all, the, the SWAT team, the SWAT team shoots him like to a pieces million first. times, yeah. and then he falls into the rotator blades, yeah. and he gets turned into tomato sauce. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, it's so good. Totally awesome. I'll be honest. I like the jig. 
I, I, I like for, for once, I was like, oh, he's joyful for once in this fucking movie. Yeah, that's, I, I'll take it. It's as joyful as it gets, which is to say not too much. Yeah. Just, just like shambling along. Shuffling. Like, the jig is up here. Yeah. The jig is up. The fucking football stadium goes apeshit, like Yay! clapping for Human him. Human blood and viscera. <laughs> Dude, and this is just a fucking few days after the shit. Like, you, the people have to be in the stands. You know like, is this football now? This takes place in the Running Man future. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I would hope so. Or you have to like underline it. Like, oh man, are is it America bloodthirsty? Like, you have to do that if you're going to do that. Yeah, I mean, because well, football is a violent game. It makes yeah. sense. Like, oh wow, they don't even sure. care that they're they're shooting each other now. They they love that. Yes. Like, and then coming like, oh, up, the ratings are up after that fucking shooting. Like, that's something. <laughs> but this is, and that that paves the way for. Death Race 2000. That's, well, that's right. And Frankenstein is making a, <laughs> a ride across the United States, racking up points. That's what I'm saying. Like, if this was an actual satire, then sure. All your fucking commentary about football. Yes. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But like, no, nah, this isn't no, the satire. No, no. It's it. No, it. You're not criticizing fucking anything. This is an action movie where part of it takes place at a football. Stadium. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, Negron's dead. We do the jig, whatever. This is just more of the fucking making up with the wife. And, and this is the, I'm going to spit setup. your mouth. <laughs> and, <laughs> whatever and, uh, that line was. The cop is like, where's the suitcase with the bomb? And he opens it. He's like, there's just money in here. And then Damon Wayans and Bruce Willis are chuckling to each other because they know what's going to happen. And right near the LA Observatory is where this mansion is. Yeah. And he just opens the suitcase and goes, Pap yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we see this little explosion off in the distance. And again, everyone's like, yeah, LA's blowing up. <laughs> Hell thrilled. yeah. Totally thrilled. Also, his two like Doberman pinchers are there. And it's weird because the movie had already teased a dog death because yeah. there's a neighbor dog uh -huh. that you see Bruce Willis like, get your ball and get the fuck out of here. Yes. And like he throws it. And then that's when uh, Bruce McGill blows up and you see the flaming tennis ball. Right. And I was like, oh man. But then like later on in the movie when they're leaving the house again, you see the dog totally alive. Yeah, and I was man. like, got it. The but I guess this is because it's the villain's dogs. They're like, whatever, light these two pups up. That dog is about to lick up the blood from the dead cop. Oh, he's starving. He was about to do it. <laughs> that big beefy cop like that? Oh, yeah, fucking, yeah, that's yeah, a three-course meal. Beautiful blood uh, right there. Then you'd think we'd have more time with the, the wife and kids or something. But no, no it's, it's just... to set up the sequel. That's yes, all you're doing. it's a sequel set up. And they're talking about like... Oh, yeah. You know, if you hit someone, you, it's the 90s now. You got to say something cool first. Yeah. Which like, is uh, like, like, like a Shane Black line. Motherfucker, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or a Shane Black line of some kind. Sure. But much like the end of the night, nice guys, much like the end of even Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, he's like, hey, do you want to be my partner? Like, we're we're going to be private detectives together. That's yeah. right. Well, because he got shot in that fucking hand, man. The football career is definitely over. Yeah, so yeah. it looks like I owe you $250. That's half the case money. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, are you ready to die in poverty? <laughs> yeah, wanna, totally. Do you have any interest in fucking my wife? Good. That's, uh, that's I, I get close to people by them fucking my wife. <laughs> by the way, Halloween's in a couple of weeks. You want to steer clear of this house? <laughs> Her uncle comes over. He's a fucking nutcase. It's fucked up. <laughs> We've had fights about it. It's my wife's brother. <laughs> I don't. I do not want that fucking freak sleeping on my couch, Sarah. Dude, I wake up. Middle of the night, Sarah, get a glass of water. He's just fucking standing in the kitchen in the dark. He's not saying anything. He's not doing nothing. He's just standing there. Another teenager stabbed through our door and <laughs> stayed there. I have to clean up these bodies every morning. The people at Home Depot keep asking me why I keep buying the same fucking kitchen cabinet door, and I can't tell them why. 
Oh, but whatever, man. That is the end of The Last Boy Scout. They walk into the sunset and nary a sequel was ever made because they Moody fucking hated River, each other. Da, 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 da. Yes, the Pat Boone kicks back in, of course. Uh, and then blissfully at the end of the credits, after the Pat Boone is done, you do get the Friday Night Football Friday song again. Such a good song. Oh, fuck it yeah. It is a good song. I mean, he's a good songwriter. I mean, this is him doing like trash yeah but he's a talented musician yeah totally uh but yeah that is the end of the movie man uh let's go around the horn here final thoughts and recommendations steve say that yeah it's a, it's a recommend uh it's a wild action movie of the early of the early 90s it's very of its time uh it's super misogynistic and mean and if that turns you off i totally get it but if you just want to watch some squibs and people blow up, you could have a worse time. That's right. Christopher Cabin. Oh, enthusiastic recommend. I I, I really have always liked this movie. And like, yeah, the, the, the language is something fucking else. And <laughs> it is definitely of the time. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 I don't get many movies like this that are this nasty. And yeah. like Tony Scott is one of maybe three directors who figured out how to make the uh, 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 surveillance footage slash music video aesthetic work in some way to turn into some kind of style. Like yeah. uh, uh, what's the, the guy who directed belly is another one who did it. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, but like, so I really enjoy this and I think it looks good. I think the, the, the movie itself looks great. Eric Siska. Yeah. It's a light recommend for me just because I think there's better Tony Scott movies. There's better Shane yes. black movies. There's better Bruce Willis movies. There's better Damon Wayans movies. Mm. That all said, it, it does have the action. It does. You, you definitely could watch you could watch better, but you could watch worse. So I would say you got a couple tall glasses of water. Check it out. I, I have to assume you're talking about major pain when you say there's of course. A, a better okay. or maybe blank man. I don't know. <laughs> both, I, both are total state. Tunes. I actually yes. uh, remember both of those fondly. Chris, Very well. But I, I, I don't. I'm going to get you sucker. Really funny movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Totally. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Hype Williams is who directed Belly. Yes. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's it's. It's stronger than a light recommend for me. I did have a good time with it, but yeah, just kind of what Steve was getting at. It is an early 90s minefield of some shit. So yeah, if you have beef with that, totally get it and yep. whatever. But yeah, stupid squibs, Bruce Willis being lazy and hungover and a good performance uh, from Damon Wayans, I think too. Yeah. Uh, so we will uh, leave it at that. If you want more We Hate Movies, of course, check out patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Out now uh, is our We Love Movies listener requested episode on Walter Hill's uh, uh, The Warriors. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a Bosque Gleep Glossary coming out pretty soon. Mm -hmm. We have a regular old episode of Melrose 210 that is out in where we finally get to the season one finale <laughs> of Melrose Place, which oh, was a big spicy episode. Spicy as fuck, a long dude. time. Yeah, if you like us talking about dicks and stuff, you really <laughs> want to get on that Walsh tier of Patreon. We took tons of dick talk on Melrose. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to have the double dragon AD. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and, and the Harry Potter and Terry will be out this month. That's coming right. Soon. That's right. We, uh, uh, we shit on JK Rowling for quite a while. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. If, if you got a problem with that, hey, that's your problem. <laughs> uh, and as always here on the main feed, the show continues. We have one final Mm. Listener requested episode coming next week. Steve, what are we talking about? We have to get a friend in here for this. We got to get Justin Ooh. J.K.'s back on the show. It's been yeah. too far yeah. too long. Yes. Talk about The Last Castle starring James Gandolfini. Oh, back to back. Right. And two last, two last titles. Two last back to back. Two yes. And two Gandolfini's back mm. to back. Last to last. <laughs> <laughs> so until next week with Justin J.K.'s triumphant return to We Hate Movies talking about The Last Castle. 
I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Eric Sisko. Chris Gavin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.